on yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Does it matter? Well, I don't think it matters. I can hear you so much better. We're following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> We're at least following the rules now. Well, All right. Somebody's got to. Welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel, and uh, this podcast podcast has been going about a year and we just made a critical discovery we've all been wearing our fucking headsets backwards Doctor, make a huge difference dr frank schultz figured that out yeah it takes a doctor sometimes it's <laughs> critical information i told tyler that i can i can hear him so much better now <laughs> it's just gonna get be weird for me getting used to i might i, I don't know i may go back to the other way around it's, it's, it can't matter right shouldn't matter no <laughs> What's it gonna matter? Do you know how easy it was to convince you guys to spin yours around? <laughs> but there's an R on I there got some now. Other things in the spring when my firewood comes in, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, you guys gotta help me! I can't stack all this and split it." Oh, but yes, it's uh, actually what is today? Is the eight? Yeah, it's the 18th. Yep. Almost a year to the day when you started. Yeah. So when did we do the first one? I think it was. I published it on the 21st of February, of February last February, year. I think. Right on. So that's kind of cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still, uh, still looking for them sponsors. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, anyway, got uh, Mr. Mookie back here with us and Dr. Frank Schultz again. I'm desperate for always desperate for content. Jeez, I should start charging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's very funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're like, oh shit, there goes Shut the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what'd you draw for tags, Tyler? <laughs> we'll just say it's back to normal for me. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, this is the bitter week. Last time we did a podcast, it was your bitter week. No, that was the I got a case of the Februarys. Now this is my bitter week. <laughs> that was the Februarys, and it's still February. <laughs> Guy can't win sometimes, you know. Yeah. It actually can't really complain. The weather biz- weather's been freaking nice. Sun's coming back, so today was nice. Been able to shoot the bow outside a little bit. We got a lot of snow last night. Yeah, I got I- more snow last night in my house in that one snowstorm than I've gotten any one so far this winter. Oh, really? Winter. Yeah. What'd you have? What'd you have this morning? I don't know, six, seven, eight inches of snow maybe in that zone. He was up to his chest on the trap line. Yeah, I had to go. <laughs> Some asshole wrote. I put signs up that say there's traps in the trail, and somebody either throws, takes them and throws them into the woods, or they drive their snow machine over them. Huh. So I was like, oh, I got 10 of these things. I can go all, you know, I'll go the rest of the winter, buddy. <clears throat> you know, I put the signs out there to try, you know, to let people Just know what's going. people, to, you know. Yeah, you know, like, hey, this is what's going on here. Trying to help people, and somebody's fucking runs them over. I don't know what they're, I looked everywhere for it. I couldn't even find it, which tells me that somebody had to throw grabbed them. it and threw the thing. Yeah. So... I don't know. And then I'm you got thinking well, of like, switching one of my cameras up and putting it on some kind of sign that I got. And oh, then being, I would, yeah. You know, and just being like, you know, if you want to screw with me, then you can talk to the troopers because I'm sick of this shit. This is the second time this year that one of my signs somebody's torn down. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, well, like a couple of weeks ago, I seen a post somebody's dog, bird dog, got killed down there in Palmer Hayflats. What, there's somebody's trapping down there or what? No, it was like it sounded like sounded like it was probably a ram, like a power ram snare. Ooh. Uh, and by the time he got to his dog, he couldn't do nothing. It was dead, um, which is unfortunate. 
but you got, you know, people wanting to have trails marked, you know, yeah. at least, you know, hey, like there's traps in the area oh, yeah. marked and you're trying to do that and people freaking destroy, you know. No, exactly. It's like I can't even win, you know. I don't know. I don't even know what to do. It's, well, like it's not fun. like there's a lot start. of traffic where we were today, but at the same time, he shouldn't be ripping your shit down. And Yeah. No, you say he. I think it's she. she. It's definitely <laughs> she. Uh, no comment. That, yeah. I no, thinking? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't really know how to approach the situation aside from, you know, like I can't point my finger name, but it's snow machine tracks. Like it could be anyone, you know. Oh, yeah. But it is. It's very low traffic, like you said, Nick, where I'm, where I'm trapping at. So, I don't know. Damn wolves are eluding me, so I'll take my camera that I'm trying to catch them on, and maybe I'll try and catch somebody ripping one of my signs down <laughs> instead. I'd probably be better. It'd probably you be know, easier have a to lot catch than a wolf. Luck. Yeah. People are stupid. Wolves are... <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, because every time something like that happens, I start... I don't know. My mind goes places that are probably not the best, most wholesome. You should have heard what he said today. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it, but it was damn funny. I, uh, <laughs> heat of the moment. The last, well, the last I, time I had, well, the last time I had someone screw with one of my, one of my sets, it, uh, and it wasn't like a real remote one, but it was a, you know, legally, and there is a place where there should not be any dogs, cats, whatever, pets running around. Yeah. Um, someone came up there and someone had stepped on my trap, but I had it staked down. It was frozen and we had had a trap stolen where someone cut it with bolt, cut the chain with bolt cutters because it was staked into the frozen ground and then tie, like wire tie a note that said dogs one, trapper zero. On really? It. So I'm like, all right, you mother. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this next one I seen where someone had just stepped on it. It was just a dirt hole set. Stepped on it and the trap was sprung, so I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna go, go back and get some bolt cutters, whatever." I'm like, my first, my first thought was, run back to the shop, get a 330 bear, set that mother effer on the ground like flat, and run the trigger through that trap. So when they go to pick up that trap, it catches them about mid forearm. I did not do it. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but the gosh. thought ran through my head. Well, I won't mention any names, but I was told by an old timer that if you're putting traps in the trail and you've marked it. It says that they're there. It's like, set yourself up a snare and fr- run it right to a friggin' tree that catches the ski on their snow machine when they go ripping by. And we won't say any names or anything like that, but he was like, you want to stop them from driving on your traps? That will do it really fast. <laughs> it will destroy their snow machine, and they won't be on There's it when an, it stops. Uh, now you, <clears throat> I don't think you know this guy that... Because there's a guy that I actually would, oh, he'd be awesome to have on here if he would ever agree to do it. And I ever, I've only talked to him a few times, but uh, the guy did that, had people breaking into his cabins and stuff. He had a couple different cabins and uh, set this snare, like a, you know, basically a wolf snare tied to a tree in some grass on the edge of the trail and then kind of pushed a log in where to, into the other side of the trail to make it. where you got to go around it. Mm-hmm. Said so he came back and you could see where that sled had got hooked and it threw it off a cut bank onto the oh, slough. Man. Oh shit! Said <laughs> so there's pieces of plastic and stuff everywhere yeah. where they had to walk out and then bring another sled back in to come and get that one. Well, this is the same guy talking about. He talked about setting three thirty condom bears in his cabin window because people breaking break in it. and you yeah. know a little. 
I don't know. Iffy, but my my uncle Tracy, he uh, he'd be a good one to tell the story. But he, when he was younger, this is down in Colorado before they banned trap, and was running a bobcat line, just a walking line where our his uncle Eddie had dropped him off, and he'd go up through the timber and then pick him up at the other end of it. And uh, they had a guy who was running running his trail on cross country skis and turned a couple cats loose, and so he said he. Uh, Wait till the bottom where the trail went down this hill and hit a gully, you know, at the bottom of the hill. So he'd be going fast and did that, put a snare right oh, in the bottom. Jesus. And so he, he wired a rabbit to a tree right there. So he'd be looking at that and said, oh, the man. tracks told a story when he came back. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, and that's the, the last yeah. thing in the world is I want to do is hurt somebody. No, but it's yeah. like, and I would probably, you know, I would never put a snare in a trail and try to hook somebody's snow machine, all things, you know. It's it's one of those things that's like bit, but it's, it's like, like nice to just, scheme about, you know, but you I never just actually stand do there, that. and I'm like, what is wrong with people? You know, like yeah. why I'm going out of my way to try and help you help me, kind of thing, and you're just pissing on me every chance you get. You're it's doing like, the right thing, I you know, and I'm yeah. trying really hard to like do the right thing here, and it's like whoever this is, they're going to drive me to do the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> But you do have reason to be happy. I'm in my uh my I don't know, several day Funk. grouchy period. <laughs> do you know what I did when tag draws came out? I ate a whole fucking bag of pot stickers is what I did. <laughs> <laughs> Almost a whole bag, man. I just I was I was in a bad place. <laughs> Which I don't know, I didn't get my hopes up that much, but it's still kind of defeating when every freaking person you know draws a sheep tag you know and i i drew toke last year i can't complain you know it's back to normal for me but uh yeah you yeah dirty a lot of our friends drew sheep tags a lot or tags in general except for you yeah except for me (laughs) yeah Nick's like, yeah, I've drawn, f- I've drawn a tag every year I've been up here. I was like, yeah, I've drawn three tags in like 17 years. Yeah. I definitely don't draw a tag every year, but, and I have put in every year. I mean, yeah. since I've lived here for something. Well, it you took know? you like, it was like 13 it was years. 13 years. And to really, draw Delta. when, when yeah. we look objectively, like by the numbers, it should take you like 100 years to draw Delta. Should. Or toke, just, what was know. it? I just lo- I looked at it not too long ago. It was three thousand six hundred and seventy or something like that. And they draw. 70. I know toke was like less than one percent. It was yep. two. They call two percent, but it's like yeah, it's actually a little under two percent. Yeah, I did the math and figured it out, and it is. It's a little under. So I don't know. I, so so it took five years. I drew it again. Fifteen. Four. You drew it in 15. And hunted in 15. And hunted in I hunted 15. in 15. So 16, 17. Last year was 18, so four years. Four years. But I'm hunting in 19. Right. No, yeah. I'm hunting in... 19. I what hope, I hope you're hunting in 19. What the hell year <laughs> you better be. I'm confused. I'm thinking yeah. it's 2018. So. <laughs> oh, what a winner will do to a person oh, up here. man. <laughs> I'm like, these guys are idiots. They're doing their math wrong. I'm like... <laughs> Like, I don't want to say anything. I'm thinking, like, 18? Why do they go into 19 for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, I got the so, calendar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't expect to draw anything. You, I put in for that super difficult tag, 
and I put in for a moose tag that's like less than 1% chance. So I didn't even look. I looked for my girlfriend first. I plugged her yeah. name in, and I was like, she's never hunted, never even put in for a tag in her entire life. So I put her in for Delta too, and I pulled it out, and I was like, this can't be right. She drew first time she put in for it. She drew the tag. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to Delta to go sheep hunting. So I, a few minutes went by, and I was like, well, I guess I better look and see what I didn't draw. <laughs> and I plugged my name in, and I had drawn the exact same tag. And the real kicker is we didn't even put in together. Yeah, it wasn't like, a party. I put in right at the I thought it was beginning. until yesterday. Yeah. And it took me, you know, the three weeks or something, I was like, wait a minute. we need You need to get a sheep tag, too. We're going to put your name in. Sure enough. Two Delta yeah, tags. I, I thought. But it gets better. Yeah? It gets better. <laughs> Temple Dillard, who has been on the podcast <laughs> once, and we he intend to in. get him back over here. Uh, oh, he's going to be so mad. Temple yeah, got he's, it. He's going to be mad he missed he missed us <laughs> podcasting over here. Um. Uh, so yeah, Temple wants the sheep hunt. And I was like, all right, put in for this. This is a good one. Good starter, starter sheep hunt. And Temple drew Delta as well. And so did John freaking Schertz. <laughs> Again. Again, yeah. <laughs> Two years after. Well, so he uh, he had it in what, eight, uh, 16. Yeah, I yeah. laugh so I don't cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked to a guy the other day. It's like, yeah, I put in for that Delta tag five times. I drew it four of the times. I was like. What? He's like, yeah, I just figure i wait until i want to hunt it and then i'll put in for it because i just draw it every time i put in for it it's like who the hell do you know <laughs> yeah it's uh, four or five times he's put in for it he's an older dude but he's just like yeah i just figured the, that's the way it was and i was like no it's not like that at all no it's not the way it the two gauge tag that i i drew i've put in for that three times and i've drawn it three times that goat tag yeah it's just a perfect goat tag man oh it's nice drive down from here go down hunt like don't have to fly. Don't have to worry about weather. Don't have to worry about shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, perfect. But three yeah. times, and the first time I put in for it, there wasn't a lot of people putting in for it. But the tag numbers seemed to like the applications keep going up. Like there's yeah, a lot of people. See, I don't think I, I don't think I've put in for it since I killed that goat down there. Right. I mean, and that was a nice goat. It yeah. was I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I think rough hunt. The rough was that particular hunt was rough, but got a nice goat. Can't yeah. can't complain too much, mm. but. Yeah, so Temple drew Delta. I know, I think I know like almost 10 people that drew Delta. <laughs> really? And then Frankie Anderson, him and his wife, who drew Delta late last year, party, drew Toke this year. Both of them, right? Both of them. Yeah. So. Wow. I mean, I say I'm pissed off. I'm very happy for him. And Trevor, who's been on here. Guys. Did Trevor draw too? Dude, he drew the bear tag I had last year, which mm. is like incredible odds. So, yeah, he's all excited. So Brett he, drew. Unimac, Brett drew which is Unimac. a fucking fart in the wind to put in for. I put in for it too. I put in for the spring tag, thinking, you know, whatever. Yeah, so he drew that. Everybody, I think, that we kind of hang out with or whatever drew something except for Tyler. <laughs> Shit, even people on trial drew tags. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that irons out. But, yeah, so it's it's funny, though. Like, 
after tag draws come out, you're still probably off fa- off the Facebook, huh? Yeah, I've been off for five months, I think. Five months. No, it's <clears throat> actually what yesterday was six months to the day I've been off Copenhagen. Okay. <laughs> Are you on the gum still? I'm chewing gum, yeah. Yeah. Next step, man. I know, but next step, Wrigley's. Wrigley's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frank, I got well. Frank admitted that it was all just a selfish reason. He like pressure was pressuring us all to quit, I heard so that. he didn't have yeah. to be around us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I. It I, worked good. I don't. Miss <laughs> you saw the text from Temple this morning. Yeah, Temple said he's been off it for a he's while, weeks or whatever, month or something like that. No, no dip, no smoking butts, nothing. Sheep shape time for him. Sheep shape time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill him if he doesn't go. Oh, he's oh he'll go. He's go. He'll go. Definitely. Yeah. I, think he's, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty well committed at this point. We're gonna have a party back there. You want to come in? <laughs> it I'll sounds text, like I'll, it. In, I'll in reach you when we've got three Rams down. You come help us carry him out. Bring all your friends. Please, can you bring a bicycle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> Not for the sheep, for me. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking. We were talking about that earlier. The last Delta experience when I went with Frank, he freaking wore holes in his feet coming down that that one day coming down that ridge with his old boots. Oh, rugged! That sucked. Bad, huh? Oh, bad. So like right through the bone. <clears throat> so we had what? What did we? We got your sheep back to camp. Then we just like we slept in that well, day. It was three o'clock in the morning when we got back there. Yeah, and we slept until like eleven o'clock. And then and we like, we, then like we packed miles. up. We packed up. Yeah, we yeah. went out a ways. We and never got out of that canyon though. That day, we didn't even get down to where we were. Yeah, it was like <clears> just <throat> down to the mouth or whatever. And then yeah, yeah. The next day, you were in rough shape, and so we we're just like, it wasn't well, bad we both, until it was just your feet. It was just Did your my feet f- get wet. Maybe your socks get wet or something. No, or no. I just had old boots. Oh. Um, but. And it wasn't even, like, I woke up, I was fine, and we made it, I don't know, a third of the way, you know, what we were going to hike that day all the way out. And it was just like, all of a sudden, it was like somebody flipped a switch, and I was like, oh, I got to take my boots off. And I had been adding, you know, um, mole skin and freaking duct Duct tape tape and all sort of shit. Somewhere there's a picture of my feet with duct duct tape on them. And... I took my boots off and I'm like, man, my socks are bloody. <laughs> and I pulled my socks off and I was like, oh, I should have just left my socks on. <laughs> I don't want to see this. And then you know, you know, yeah. then it's there. And then it's like on your mind the whole time, and it's well. And it your backpack sucks. was giving you issues too when it was, it was eight miles. We still had to go at that point in time. Uh, it was way more than that. We thought it was eight miles. It was way more than that. It was yeah, like a twenty that's one that, miles. That's that video. Thought it was that, eight, but it was twenty one. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. video you're like. So <laughs> oh, what are you doing? Oh. And I was like, oh, not bad. Both my feet are bleeding, but we only have eight miles to yeah, go. <laughs> more like fifteen at that point. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that was a rough fucking day, man. That was <laughs> whatever though. We found that cabin with Coca Cola's in it. <laughs> I drank Coca-Cola until my stomach hurt. I was like, oh, man, sugar and caffeine, just give it to oh, me. Oh, man. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, you know, you see the trail going over the hill, and you're like, oh, yeah, truck's just, or not the truck, even we knew the truck was like way, 
Yeah, well, once you get to the road, the truck was another 10 miles yeah, away. Yeah, we had to get up the road, yeah. <laughs> Nobody would pick me up, hitchhiking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had midnight. that happen midnight. midnight. Yeah, but, yeah. Did you had to walk 10 miles on the road, too? Oh, no. Oh, I was going to say, that's the worst. We just, it was because like, the I, road's so hard. Oh, it's horrible. You're, oh, you're not used I've to I've done it. that. Yeah, no Tried good. hitchhiking down in the Chugach. Nobody would pick us up either, and we had to walk yeah. like nine miles from where we came oh, out back to our man. truck. And that road hurts your feet, yeah. man. It's fucking horrible. No, I stood there. Of course, it's midnight out in the middle of nowhere, so there's not that many people come by, and they can't see me. I got like all dark clothes on, so here I'm standing on the side of the road, and I'd when I, I'd hear a car coming, I'd shine my headlamp. I'd put my thumb up, and I'd shine my headlamp on my thumb so they could like see that I was hitchhiking. <laughs> it's not sketchy at, at all. Midnight, <laughs> and I like left all backpack and everything back in the woods, so it was just like me standing there. Tyler was like, "You do whatever you want. I'm putting the tent up. I need to lay down." <laughs> <laughs> you slept on the side of the road? We slept right on the yeah. side of the road that night. It, eventually, after like a couple of cars went by, I was like, I'm so exhausted, like I can't even stand up. I was like, I guess got to well, so ba- go to bed. So back it up. Like we <laughs> we severe we had to come out a different way than we went in. Right. And we severely underestimated the distance that we would have to walk that day. Otherwise we would have put camp up like halfway. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, no question about it. Th- the road was just over every little rise, yeah. but it never showed up. The road just never came. I think it was like 21 miles or so we did that last day. Yeah. And holy shit. So well, I remember. Well, we went, by the time we got back there and we finally were like, while I'm trying to hitchhike, you were setting up the tent and like getting everything. Yeah, because I'm like, no one's picking us up. <laughs> and I, I was in so much pain, I couldn't even fall asleep. Like, my body hurt so bad that I couldn't fall asleep, and I'm just laying there on my back, staring at the top of the roof of the tent. I'm, like, <laughs> thinking to myself, I wonder if Tyler's asleep. I'm like, and so I lay there for, like, an hour, thinking, like, I'm so exhausted, I'm going to fall asleep immediately, you know? And I'm just like, oh, my freaking knees and my feet are bleeding still in my sleeping bag, and... Just everything friggin' hurt. And all of a sudden, Tyler says, are you asleep? And I was like, no. He's like, I'm in so much pain that I can't even fall asleep. And I was like, God, I thought it was only me. Holy <laughs> shit. <clears throat> I've never but, had the blister foot problem bad like that, but I've been well, with I, people that have. And I, that's the only it was, time it was I've the ever top, had it. It was the too. top well, of his top feet. Is even worse. It was right, going down. Oh, my God. Right there. Yeah. Both well, feet. And, so, you know, we get back out, and that last three miles, it was so fucking bad. Like, that's one of the top, like, top two worst pack outs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it was so freaking bad. There was nowhere to sit. Like, we, uh, what would we just, like, stop and put our hands on our knees and, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> suck in wind? And, like, you know, I, I'm a fairly, like, overweight dude, so. <laughs> My my inner thighs like are chafing like a son of a bitch. Yeah, you know, don't like, go anywhere with body glide anymore. Oh, I I don't, man. Yeah. Well, I even had it in my backpack, but at that point, it's too freaking much effort to take. If you take your backpack off, it's not getting back on. Right. Um, it just like you. I was. We were. Best way I can describe it is we were scraping the bottom of the barrel getting out of there, <laughs> like that last. You know. We pushed it so far that we we just had to keep going. Like we couldn't we couldn't stop. And I I didn't want to look at the bottom of my feet because it felt like the entire bottom of my foot was just like one big blister. Oh, man. It wasn't, but 
That well, was like the yeah, when I woke up the, the next morning. We did end up sleeping. It was like five o'clock in the morning when I was just like I don't slept for a couple hours. Well, and I was just like whatever. I started hearing cars go by, and I was like, "This is it. This is over. I'm well, I, fucking <laughs> done." with Well, this earlier shit. when you earlier when you when you were because like, I remember you know you're, you or either I was asked you or you asked me and are you sleep? No, I can't sleep. It's like I got some Vicodin. In my oh, that's backpack. right. You're like popped to see your pill, and we were like, "Oh, I was done then." That was oh yes, yeah. so, you know, well, so game I, over. I like crawled out of the bag. And we'd like in the little parking lot, like we freaking half ass set the tent up using the freaking tent to guy out the using the backpack to guy out the tent. It's like I got I got a freaking pop pill or something, to, <laughs> and I always keep hydrocodone in my first aid kit, and that's like one of two times I've ever had to use it. That was the only time that I've ever had to break into the just medical like, kit. My, my, you know, kit. I was yeah. like, I, you, you're laying there in your body. You're in so much pain. Yeah, I mean, we were completely exhausted. Anyway, it's probably more that that you know. I mean, it, you're in pain, but it's like the exhaustion level was just well that. And you I've tried to really, freaking run off to. You're like, oh, the truck's just a couple miles down yeah, the road. I'll take. I'm like, like, no, Frank. It's a long freaking way. Like, no, you. We're out of fucking water. We got like two bottles of water left. Like we have no idea. Let's just sleep. And anyway, well, it was like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I heard start yep. cars started coming by. Like it was starting to get light or whatever. And I start hearing a couple cars go by, and I was like, "This is it. It's fucking over." I was like, "The next car that comes by is taking me to my truck." <laughs> you jump and in the middle Tyler, of the road. I stood right on the yellow line and was like. Put my arms in the air when I heard the car coming, and I just started waving my arms. And this little pickup <laughs> truck came rolling around the corner, and this guy slows down, stops. He's like, you all right, mister? I was like, I'm exhausted, man. Could you please? Well, while I was waiting for the Could next vehicle to come, <clears throat> the coyotes came out of the woods. So we had the meat in the bags, and we had the tent guide off to the bags. And freaking coyotes came out of the woods, and they were like going right up to the tent, like right up to the meat bags. Which I was like asleep in asleep the tent. in the tent. Coyotes coming out, and they're like going right up to the meat. And so I'm like run over and like run these coyotes off, and it'd run into the woods, and another one would come out over here what? and like go over to the friggin' meat bag, and I'd be like, God damn it! I'm like throwing rocks at coyotes, and shit, <laughs> keep them away from the meat. So. The guy picked me up. He stopped. He was like, you all right, mister? I was like, yeah, man, I'm fine. I've just been sheep hunting, and I'm exhausted. Nobody will pick me up. He's like, yeah, you look pretty desperate. You were <laughs> right in the middle of the road. <laughs> I was shit to see that. Oh, so my God, that would have been great. He took me right down to my truck. He's like, yeah, no problem. I'm going down here. I'm doing a pack raft trip today. He's like, going to float a river. and The right guy. Like, you stood in the, front of the, the right, right guy. guy. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. I've been in there sheep hunting like 15 years ago. It's like, you know, just like no thing. But, yeah. Yeah, the truck was like 10 miles from where we were. That would have been a long walk. It was 10 miles, yeah. Frank would have died. <laughs> oh. Expired on the guardrail. I would have definitely laid down on the yellow line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember being like, man, because we definitely it, it, were to the road. We're going to... Try to hitchhike, and then the reality of like, probably ain't gonna happen. Someone hitch, someone hitchhiking <laughs> at midnight yeah. in the middle, like. Yeah, I start. That's what I started thinking anywhere. too. I was like, would I stop? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> not that late. Did no. I ever? Oh, did I ever show you that picture? Which I, one? 
this got me thinking from down in that area <laughs> where, where Bill, like, uh, this is not making any sense to the listener. <laughs> it's not making any sense to me, and you're sitting so, right across from me. So, um, this is a Bill story. Okay. And, his, you know, his story secondhand from another guy who was actually down there and dealt with this dude, a Japanese tourist in the winter one time down in that area got his truck or his rental car, like, stuck off the road when it ran off the road, you know. <laughs> I don't even know if I could tell this story. It's so bad. Oh, the, <laughs> the illustration. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard it. Um. So he, uh, ah, screw it, I'll just, I'll do it. <laughs> so the guy's like trying to communicate and the, you know, is, is a jet, because we get a lot of Japanese tourists in the winter sure. to come look at the Northern Lights. This guy's driving in the mountains by himself. Car stuck off the road and the guy doesn't speak any English. He's trying to communicate to this guy, you know, what to do. And, and he finally, <laughs> what, what to do. Well, he finally, he draws a picture. And I got oh it this. I somewhere, it's funny as somewhere fuck. I got. Do you have the illustration? Somewhere I'll find. I'll find it. I got Bill. Funny. Like Bill got it from the guy because he saved it. He oh saved my it. God. So this J- poor Japanese guy is, oh, is stuck man. off the road in his rental car. <laughs> oh. Holy shit! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even talk. <laughs> you should. You should. If you've seen this, you'd be crying too. It's funnier now. So he, uh, to get his point across, he's trying to tell him Delta. You know, call Delta tow truck. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I had seen the picture. So he, uh, maybe I'll draw it for you. <laughs> Because I can't talk. <laughs> so he he draws he you know to, <laughs> Oh my god. So he draws this tow truck <laughs> and uh <laughs> Oh my god, you guys are fucked up. <laughs> told me this a few years ago and I cried then and I forgot about it till now. This I'm is like, fucking funny. I've got tears running. <laughs> <laughs> so he drives this tow truck. <laughs> this big old... <laughs> he drives this big old giant dick coming out of the tow truck. <laughs> It falls and draws a picture of the stick figure guy. <laughs> oh, you're fucked. He says, This is you. <laughs> he says, points to the picture. He says, Delta, this is you. <laughs> He's got this big old dick coming out of the tow truck that the guy bent over. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, I apologize for that. When did you tell me that the first time? That, that was, was a couple years, years ago. That was a few years ago. But oh, my God. Bill sent me the picture because the guy saved the illustration. <laughs> he said he was down there. 
this poor guy, like, you know, in the ditch, he's trying to communicate, and he draws, and he, like, dollar signs. This is a big old dick coming out of the tow truck, and him bending over to, this is you. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. For I, 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 oh, I, shit. Uh, I, I'd say I can't remember the last time I laughed like that, but I, I think I can. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, that got me sidetracked a little bit. No, that was good. Only take me 15 minutes to <laughs> cry. Uh, guess man's got to shed some tears every once in a while. That picture definitely shit. got me laughing. <laughs> It was uh, wow, yeah, yeah. I've got to find. I'll I'll have to find and show you that work. You of have art the there. photo because I have it, it yeah, somewhere. You yeah. sent it to me or showed me, and I remember seeing it. <laughs> like what in the hell? It's a good way to get your point across, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Some people just have like the sense of humor, <laughs> and I could just like to tell them the story. I could just like. Picture, picture it happening. It. Oh, you know that. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, because out you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, pretty you much know. down there. You're, you're, you are pretty fucked. That's you a got, pretty what hundred miles to Glen Glen Allen or back what sixty or so to Delta, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a ways. It's not like Delta's a thriving metropolis of tow trucks that are running twenty four hours a day. No, no, not exactly. <laughs> And depending on where you're at, you may not even have cell service. Right, most of that road. That whole area's changed a lot. I was just down there not too long ago, and there's, like, phone service everywhere down there. It's amazing. Well, I mean, I remember when on that hunt, when we were on top of the ridges, we had cell service. Mm. Because that was one that uh, August August 10th snowed in the tent, snowed like a foot and a half on us August 10th. When did you guys go in? The 8th or ninth or what? The 7th. Holy shit. 7th. We the 7th. So we were like we were up to be, in like, the head of that We drainage. tried to be, like, we wanted to be done on the morning of the 10th. We wanted to have everything on lockdown. But it freaking blizzard, you know? It put a kibosh on everything. Yeah. It shut the, we were in the tent in one entire. The whole like, day of the 10th. The whole day. It was day. the 11th that we finally were like, got F down. This, yeah. Let's go. We're out of here. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, we had full so we're sitting there watching like Donnie Baker videos in the <laughs> Donnie Baker one after the other after the other. Tyler's like, I got battery bank. We got yeah. plenty of use. <laughs> That's gotta be nice. No, it's the first time state law. Hunt, state law. State law. Exactly. First time sheep on that. That's a, that's ever been a, a something that was possible for me. Normally, I'm like. I've read the tags on every article of clothing, every on the sleeping, yeah. <laughs> like everything that I have, like all the tags I've read ten times. Go through all your photos. I think I even put a picture up. That is just it was mind blowing to actually have cell service on. Mm. I was like, oh well, we're food's getting slim. We're having to ration, <laughs> right, or something. But <clears throat> yeah, as soon as we dropped off the ridge, we didn't have anything. But well, the whole rest of the time we we're in there it was like. 70 degrees every day. Oh, yeah. Sunny. It was, like, amazing going from well, remember, in the beginning of August going from a blizzard to 
70 degrees and sunny every you know beautiful yeah, yeah. i remember the, the photo of your ram it was it was beautiful well yeah. that yeah and remember because we yeah it was on the 11th we decided you know screw this let's get over into this other drainage yeah and it took us all day of like poking through because we're like at the top well not at the top top but you're there up high <clears throat> in the snow you know it was just careful we had seen that wolverine running around and i just remember we crested into that saddle over the other drainage and when the clouds would break it looked like freaking jurassic park down there it was so green <laughs> oh yeah exactly you know and then it's like all right ram 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 car ramrod but no um despite me hating your gut you guys guts i am pretty stoked for you oh yeah, you got it you know that's the way it rolls along it's like you get good years you get bad years and most of them are bad years so but it's not even bad years. No, it's you no because you can still go sheep hunt, you can go moose hunt, you can go goat hunt, you can go do anything else you want to. But as far as the drawing goes, it's yeah. good years and bad years, and most are bad years for everyone that puts into that. <laughs> That's the truth. And, and when you look at it objectively, it's like, all right, what are the actual like draw percent or chances of drawing each of these tags I'm putting in for? It's minimal. Right. Like Very I, minimal. You know, th- there are ways... You know, you can go through and do your homework and apply for tags that have a lot better chances. And you're going to draw more tags, but I don't know, you know, it's, I guess it's just whether it's human nature or whatever, you know, you you Mm -hmm. dump in money, you expect to get something back out of it when really. I definitely approach the whole situation. I say you, not. No, no, exactly. I definitely approach the whole situation like there's no way i'm drawing anything every single time that i put it i'm like this is my contribution you know it's on top of buying my hunting fishing and trapping license i'm gonna donate x more amount of money to a good place Mm -hmm. is exactly exactly how i look at it which is in my mind a really good way to look at it yeah totally i still have tears in my eyes (laughs) it's ridiculous you're all wound up there there you go hopped up on mountain dew So well, you guys got really lucky. It's great. No, yeah, she gets to go on her first sheep hunt in a great area. Yeah, it'll be a lot of <clears throat> it'll be a lot of fun. Really good time for sure. I'm uh, having trouble. Having, I think she overthinking it. Maybe no, 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 not overthinking it. Just I'm having trouble telling like. Showing, I want to say showing, but like telling her how it, it is. She, yeah. You know, like what it's like sheep hunting. And it's yeah. like so difficult to explain to someone. You know, it's like you talk about, do you talk with it with someone that's gone? And they're like, oh, I get it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And you talk with somebody that hasn't gone and they're like, yeah, I understand. And, you're, and you can just, you're like, no. Yeah, for the I'm, most part, you I just have to I don't want to sound like a dick, but... You don't understand. Yeah, you like, just got to... don't get it. You have to get in the mindset that you're going to be uncomfortable. You're probably going to be wet. You're probably going to be cold. You're probably yeah. going to be hungry. You're, you're, there's mm-hmm. you know, just all the mental shit. Thirsty, uh, for thirsty sure. Thirsty for something, yeah. Thirsty yeah. for sure, like And always, until you're able to break like... through that and just, you know, do what you need to do to be successful, yeah. I don't mind the hungry part. I don't mind thirsty is rough sometimes. I'm, I'm I remember a... when you drank that rotten ass out of that freaking sea pole with like a dead bird in it you're like i'll just treat it double <laughs> yeah i'm the right, same I drank as you, out of one of those little 
I don't. That? I don't mind being hungry. But, no, exactly. But I need water. It's like I need you water see those worms, Frank. Yeah. I, that was a different place, <laughs> no. and I didn't even treat that water. Oh, I stuck man. my head in there. I was like, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I drink anything. I was like, I drink piss out of a mule right now. <laughs> I stuck my head in that seep. There was like a like a depression in a rock, and we we're up high. And I just put my face in there and just started sucking water out of it, and I'm just like slug back like a lot of water and i had my eyes closed and i'm just drinking I'm like oh my god water and i opened my eyes and i was like oh fuck <laughs> there is sheep shit and after i was like oh that's definitely sheep shit <laughs> i see a fucking worm like wiggling like a visual worm like for my eye to see it and then I'm like, holy fuck, imagine the shit I just drank that I can't even see unless I had my <laughs> microscope with me. Holy oh, shit. Remember, it was I swear to God, I can't get Giardia. There's if you didn't no, get it then, you might not ever be able no to. There's no freaking way. And well, I, talked to a, I talked to a guy that has gotten it and like had it treated, and he was like, broke down this whole like deal to me. And he was like, look, we all drank the same water. There's 10 of us standing at this cabin. We all drank the same water. And... Four of the ten people got Giardia. So nobody knew. They thought that the water was boiled that they drank. Mm -hmm. So they didn't immediately like register, oh, we got Giardia. We're, that's why we're all so sick. So they were like two weeks, these people. The four of the ten were ill, like losing weight. Like a lot. You lose a lot oh, yeah. of weight if you don't go right <clears throat> and get, you know, get the antibiotics. Right. So finally they're like, we gotta, I gotta, you know, we need to go to the doctors he and his wife they go and the doctor's like oh yeah let me i mean you get you tested here but i mean everything you're telling me is you got giardia and there's there's no way there's no nobody way else kind of thing. It, yeah. nobody else well nobody else was talking that they were all sick they were like went on this trip and then everybody goes back to their normal life kind of thing again and nobody's like they're like everybody's thinking oh it's just me and then it's all these people in the group have all got sick well he's like well how come all of us didn't get sick. Well, some people aren't susceptible the, to getting Giardia. Some people just, you know, don't fifty percent of people don't is what, the way. At least I don't know, but the what he told me and says that a doctor told him was that fifty percent of people, basically, give or take a little bit, don't get Giardia. Not, not everybody is able to get it. So, just I'm like assuming, fleas don't bike certain people. I'm which assuming, I got freaking fleas off these cats' ears. So, oh, well, no I'm shit. assuming that I don't yeah. get Giardia. They're in in here. Yeah, I don't know. You it's still no think, huh? I think so, man. I was freaking all chewed up for two nights, and then... I know you told me. You were like, oh, yeah, Jed and I got chewed up last night with, with fleas, and I was like, these things were in my entryway. Like, I had one of them slung over my shoulder and was, like, weird. walking around with it. No one else, like... Huh. Just weird. Huh. That's the only other time I've had any, like, bug bites like that's when I got fleas off a cat. Hmm. Anyway... Well, that's just my interjection. Right on. Nick's so in, freaking chewing Nicorette over here. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm highly addicted to the nicotine. It's great. See, that's, <laughs> that's what you got. It is great. Yeah. That's what you got to. You ain't stop chewing till you stop chewing. <laughs> so in what, two, what about, no, it's been three days. Carrie draws a Delta sheep tag, and then yesterday she buys a fishing license and lands. She's a she's she's, her. <laughs> she's had a fishing license before. Okay, oh, I mean has. this is not her first time ever fishing. Oh. She's she's caught fish before, but she caught a fish in a very difficult. Yeah, it was fun place to catch. I mean, we had an awesome day fishing yesterday. Good day. 
very good day. Yeah, a couple of beautiful 12 and a 12 and a half pound lake trout. Yeah, so, that's a good sized fish. We're doing good. I've only we've only been down there. So Five. one, two. Three, four, five yesterday. So we've been down there six times and no, we've been down there five times, one time without a fish and the other four times all caught fish. Yeah, the day we and didn't catch them y- was with when yesterday William Yesterday was two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When William was there was the only day that there hasn't been a fish caught. Um, but yeah, doing doing fairly good this year that's fun and that's, that's the fun first stuff. that was the first laker that carrie's ever caught which was awesome she was super stoked last night like those things it every, seems like they just slam it through the ice every man. 20 or 30 minutes she'd be like <laughs> pull out her phone and be like did you see the lake trout that i caught today nice <laughs> last night you know i was like i was there i saw it <laughs> 20 minutes later hey guess what I caught a huge laker yesterday. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was a fun day seeing both those fish come through the ice. It was yeah, great. Yeah, for sure. It was weird. They looked like if you held those two fish up next to each other, it'd be like that one's, you know, 12 and that one's 14 or 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. And they're only a half pound difference. That's right. Rob brought his up, weighing it, unhooking it. Think blue ass shit. Everywhere. Like I'm, I'm all over. His I mean, jacket. I've seen fish shit before, but his. not like it blew shit. It would be like everywhere, all over. It was all Weird. over the front of him, down his legs. It hit yeah, the it ice, splattered all over my legs, all the way around the ice hole, and like a six foot ring. There's just shit everywhere. <laughs> blue has pretty good. Yeah, that Man, other that guy was there. Another story. There, that, that <laughs> thing was so freaking fat, like packed full. Of who the hell knows what? I mean, we let them all go, so huh. I got no yeah. idea. That other, it's like, that other guy that, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I work with or whatever. Yeah, he said that this year all the fish that he's catching are twelve, thirteen pounds, and he said last year all the fish he was catching were twenty, twenty three, twenty four. Wonder what the difference is. I like don't. why they're maybe they're off somewhere else. The, yeah, he said, the, he the said bigger that ones. Just a lot. Uh, this year, every fish he's caught was the same. Which is every well, fish we well, every single has one has been same. between nine yeah. and 12 pounds yep. everything that's been caught so yep. far out of our you know rob's ice shack anyhow um i don't i don't know why that would be it's not like those fish are gone they're no. just, i mean they're in there yeah he you just know? said last last year he was everything that he was catching was you know uh, over 20 yeah and then this year <clears> they're all you know 10 12 well whatever. that's it's uh it's a good sign that there's fish of that size, and you know, because I've heard people say, "Oh well, oh, all the all the Lakers in there, you know, they're they're all like fifty years old and stuff, and uh, they're they're successfully reproducing, they're getting they recruitment." Have to be. Yeah, I mean, Negative. I don't think so. I don't. Think you don't they think are. they're spawning? No, I think they are spawning, but I think the pike that are in there eat everything. I think it's only the fish that are in the nine, ten, and bigger huh. zone are alive. That's all you ever catch in there. Is ten to that, yeah, twenty five pounds. There's there no could, could have been a I've period. I've never of time heard where of anybody <clears throat> catching anything under ten pounds or seen myself anything under ten pounds ever caught. I've got a video of a bunch of males piled up against a big hen when they're spawning yeah, underwater. But they're, but, they, but, but, but they're all not, like they're not. Li- they're none. You know? Not a single little fish. I guess that. Huh. So so <laughs> it's you know maybe there was a point with that the pike started getting to a point where they were. Hammered, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, all I know is that there's no, seems like there's no small fish in there at all. 
everything in there is just big. <laughs> Only one way to go. Only one way to stay alive is you've been in here a long time kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Anybody listening to this that's like, we haven't said any names or anything, but anybody they listening know. to this yeah. knows exactly where we're <clears throat> talking about. That so f- shut actually, up about that it. actually <laughs> fishes, yeah. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't yeah. even... I'm not going to go out and, like, say it or anything like that, but, I mean, so many... Nobody goes down there and fishes because it's a it's hard. fucking pain it's in the ass to catch yeah. fish there. And you have to be willing to be like, we figured it out that it's, like, an eight-hour, you know? Sometimes, I, you know, in a matter of three hours, you catch a couple of fish. Yeah. But our average is, like, eight hours between fish if you average it all out. Yeah, if you're if you're looking for a lot of action, that's not the place to go. Well, that's um, what we talked about yesterday. Was this like sheep hunting? It's like the <laughs> it's like the trophy and, yeah. catch a lake trout, a beautiful lake trout kind of thing. And you got to be patient. You got to be willing to like you know spend your time and do your thing. Maybe not catch nothing. Maybe not catch anything exactly to get yeah. what you want. No, I'd rather sit there and <laughs> see a lake trout. You know, like those come up through the ice, then maybe go somewhere and catch fish all day. Like small yeah, go fish. to a stock yeah, pond or whatever. whatever. And yeah, no, I agree catch with you rainbows. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still on a burbot kick, man. <laughs> You're always on a burbot kick. We talked about this now, yesterday. Now too. that you cut, now that I showed you how to catch them, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I got I've got to concede that point. Frank did in. Frank did get get me hooked on burbot fishing. <clears throat> they taste good. Oh, oh they're phenomenal. Well, what you had never even eaten it, right, Frank? Till that one you kept that we caught like around here last year. Yeah, I was just let them go. It's like little like no, as I was gonna say, it's the second fish that I caught in Alaska. But I had caught dollies and some salmon and stuff when I first came up here when I was like nineteen or twenty or whatever. But when I actually moved up here, within a couple of weeks, we went up into the up up one of the rivers here and. I caught a grayling the first night that we were camping, and then I did this little set line kind of thing, and yeah. I caught a burbot that was like, <laughs> I don't know, 10 inches long yeah. kind of thing, and I unhooked it, and mor- I went down in the morning and was like, oh, I wonder if I got anything on my line. I was like, holy shit, what? I didn't even know what it was. I was like, yeah. what the hell is this? a salamander. There's a damn <laughs> snake on my, <laughs> on my hook, and I let it go, and... Did a little research, figured out what it was, and then we kind of got into it. And my buddy's brother was like, "Oh yeah, man, we go catch burbot." So we went out and we caught some burbot, and um, I always let them go. I regret keep letting that one go that I caught that was like this color, neon green. green yeah, that was cool. That still, nobody I showed that picture to or asked. Everybody's like, "I don't know, I've never seen one like that." That green, huh? That was amazing. Huh, well crazy looking fish yeah so something else you finally you got me <clears throat> you just weren't you were you had all the right idea but you just weren't letting them have it you were trying to set the <laughs> hook you were trying to set the hook as soon as they grabbed onto it like a yeah, pike shook their head like any yeah. other, like the majority the of fish. other fish yeah. that you that you catch um yeah i mean I guess I'm I burbot fishing seems to me like on rod and reel seems to me like what I would imagine cat fishing yeah would be yeah you know dead stick and cut bait at the bot on the yeah. bottom mm-hmm. basically and I don't know they strike me as a like a scavenger type of fish oh, kind of like are, a catfish for sure but uh 
pretty cool colors on huh? yeah i mean it would be like all the other ones that day were darker brown oh yeah there was not i've never seen a bourbon that looks oh. like that yeah he's goofy looking but they uh you know frank's telling me no you got you know because inclination is you feel a ting 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 you, you know a tapping on your rod you Set, set that hook. baby Bassmaster style, you know. <laughs> but Bill Dance, yeah, Bill Dance, <laughs> man, his. Although, man, although I, funny. I have to, because after you know fishing for grayling, you do not want to do that with grayling. You'll, you'll rip, right you'll rip that lip. hook right out of their mouth. So you know, fly fishing for grayling, I'll, you know, I'll set the hook by just tightening the line. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas you know in those burbot, they ping, 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 wham. You know. And Frank's like, no, you gotta, you gotta let them Take wait till it. they start. You feel them start pulling, and then yank it. You know and what? That first day, I must have missed like six of them in a row. <laughs> yeah. But once you like, once you catch one, once you realize that like this is how you do it, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> You've won. The bourbon are screwed. <laughs> but you kept that one, and then you cooked it. I remember you texted me that night. You're like, holy shit, this, like, They're I'm good. never turning loose another bourbon yeah. again. They you are know. good. <clears throat> and then, you know, went up on the Yukon's really more what I've been fixated on, because, holy shit, that first night we just freaking hammered them. <laughs> yeah, no, there's... Well, yeah, it's just like get 30, wasn't, he, wasn't even on the bottom 30 so I was like, oh, let me sit here half an hour, 30 seconds, bam. Yeah. Done. So, anyway. And I was like, we turned them loose that night, too. We've yeah, we didn't even keep any before. that night. Yeah, everything, We've, we just let yeah. them all go. So. No, we, did we? Yeah, because we had your bear to skin that night. Yeah. And then the next night it was just like strictly fishing. I was yeah. like, "Yep, yeah, you've skinned my bear, and I'll clean your fish." <laughs> that was a fair deal for me. <laughs> yeah. So, which you know, skinning stuff, you just got your. We put up your catsy, or you put up your cats the other day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Frank's well, learning, with your with my with trade. with direction from you, but yeah, it's good good deal. What's even better is they're just. Nobody's buying cats, and mine are sold. Yeah, there you go. it's not many, but it's a couple. It'll put fuel in the no sled for the for the winter. Yeah, I mean the market's not good for them this year, which is unfortunate because it's a high year, and guys can really stack them up if they want to. Well, you know, this year. Yeah. Well, guys, guys, only your, guys yeah. with a guys that have been doing it for know yeah. what they're doing. Not this guy. Well, it's not like, I mean, it's not like we drove the line today and saw a hundred different Lynx tracks. We saw one set of tracks. So one set, like, and that's the last two times that I've run my line. Right. Ooh, so I've we're not, seen that one set of tracks, which is odd because when I first got, you know, set everything up and got everything out, there was just freaking tracks everywhere. There's tons of them. And there's a lot more rabbit tracks, too, though, than there are now. I'll have to say. I, those two I mean, so, there, man. cats... I don't know. I mean, cats are different than Martin. It seems like a lot of times stuff like cats or Martin will go through periods of time where, I don't know, Martin, it seems to follow a lot of times the cold, but they'll they'll just like they disappear for long periods of time. Then all of a sudden they're everywhere. You know, you just, yeah. then you run your line and there's freaking tracks everywhere. Just stuff gets, and I'd love to understand, but stuff gets critters moving Mm-hmm. You know, maybe even stuff we don't totally understand. Yeah. I know a guy that had a, uh, had caught a Martin, you know him too, but had caught a Martin in a conibear 
behind his house had been getting into stuff. Caught him, but there was a stick in it or something, something that didn't kill it. It just kind of was holding him there. He put him in a rabbit cage and kept him for a while. And just to like see what the heck there, you know, would feed him whole, you know, set a grouse on top of the rabbit cage. You pull that whole grouse through the cage, just shred the thing. But he said that they would go through periods of that, that Martin would be like dormant for just long periods for of time, while. like sleep. You know, he said he mm-hmm. could never sneak up on him. You know, he'd always pop his head up, but you know, for periods of time would be just bouncing off the walls and then, uh, Hmm. And then would would be like almost like in a hibernation type thing yeah. for a while. And then kind of got tired of that and pop them on the head and put them on a stretcher. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I don't see hardly any red squirrels all winter. And then just in the last yeah. couple of weeks, they're like starting to you know you're starting to see more of them. They're like I, sitting on limbs of trees and stuff. And yeah, I can't say out. shit about this year because I'm not trapping, but running Martin lines like it would go. You go through definite periods when like all of a sudden red you'd have red squirrels in your traps and mm-hmm. you know there's a certain conditions line up or something and then they kind of wake up and become active for a while uh-huh. again. Yeah. But Martin live a lot. You know, I know Martin live a lot under the snow. Yeah, just like burrow and making. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. they'll eat blueberries under the snow all winter long. Like oh. you'll see their shit sometimes. In like January, February, will be blueberries. Straight blueberries. Yeah. yeah. You know, on a good on a good berry year, like those berries will be hanging in the brush, and the snow just covers them up, and they they li- literally live under the snow. Huh. You know, ptarmigan will do that. Rabbits, I think, will live a lot of times under the snow and those mm-hmm. in that brush that they just that gets get covered these over. burrows. You yeah. know. And, I love seeing that. You see where grouse or ptarmigan like come down. You see where they're stopping themselves. You see the wing beats. Did you see the? One and then today? there's like a foot away or whatever. There's just a hole out of the snow, kind of thing. You see where they landed and they like bury under the snow and sleep under the there snow. There was a spot today on the side of your line that there was yeah. uh, wing beats. You yeah. Could tell. Well, I saw it. What well, reminded me of it? I saw a <laughs> video grouse. on Facebook of a rough grouse that was a guy walked up to. You see where these tracks disappear down into yeah, the snow and yeah. flush them out. I was riding my snow one time in particular. I was riding my sled up the trail. You had like six inches of fresh snow on the trail. Mm-hmm. Freaking little covey or whatever, ptarmigan come busting out of the trail, about scared the shit out of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give me a heart attack out from under my, <laughs> like right in front of the sled, just come exploding out on of the, the trail. trail. Yeah. It's fun. It's cool to have somebody come with you when it like, Cause I always do it by myself, you know. I'm like always out there r- ripping around by myself. It's fun to have somebody <laughs> else come with you. No, it's fun. <clears throat> it was a great day for it too, and a lot of fresh snow. And yeah, aside from getting stuck on the way up there, everything was fine. Yeah, I got stuck going up the hill. I pulled over on his road. I pulled off on the side because another oh, vehicle was coming. Oh, oh you in your truck? Yeah, in so, your sled or something? No, so I I pulled off and I'm you know I'm on an incline and I'm pulling a trailer. And the guy, let the guy gets by, but he's nice enough to stop and make sure I can get out yeah. and get going. Well, it, it fucking, my right tires just went right into the ditch, you know. No Toyota. <laughs> oh, whatever. So <laughs> he and I'm he, freaking get rid of this one of my wife. He pulled me out. <laughs> Pretty and it was quick, fine, but it took a little while. Nah, that's good. You were like, oh man, I would have been here earlier. I was like, I don't care, whatever. <laughs> I've been drinking coffee. <laughs> oh, we're good. We got plenty of daylight now. Oh yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, I leave then, for two weeks and I come back and it's like it's 
light out in the morning now, you know, a little bit after yeah, exactly. it normally had been, and yeah. then stay well, light I, out later. This is, it seems like this is the time of year where you really notice it. Oh, yeah. Like, truly like where now it's like, holy shit, it's 6 o'clock and it's not pitch black yeah, yet. Right. Like, a month ago, it was three, getting dark at three o'clock. Yeah. yeah, this is this is tolerable. And March will be even better, and fucking April will be even better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. I don't know whether it's whether it's I'm not trapping this year. Or, and really, like the fur hasn't been rolling in for me to do like it was last year. Like I did fifty wolves. I put up fifty wolves last year. Not this year. I was just not talking with Carrie about that last night. I was like, last year, every time I went over to Tyler's, it'd be like piles of Martin and cats and wolves and yeah like very little when i've been coming over yeah, I mean, they they done some themselves stuff, but it's not trapping i i don't know i mean cats i figure the guy that's the guys that aren't putting up their own cats pretty much are aren't trapping them um i've done a i don't know 40 cats maybe you know right. a couple hundred martin but not like, like i've done like two wolves this year Normally, I mean, like fifty is about a normal year. Wow, that's a big difference. You know, it's still, it's not over. A lot of times, Feb, you know, March, March is probably the big busiest year for them. I think the airplane guys just got turned loose in Unit Thirteen. I end up getting that happens. I think so. Yeah, huh. I know one guy that's on a team that's a shooter on a team. My, which, holy uh, shit! Talk I, about more. Are they more where are they focusing? I don't know exactly, but you, I think they switched it over to Unit 13 from the is 40 it all mile. of 13? Is it 13D? Don't know. See? No? Huh. Don't know. Talkeetnos? Don't know. Huh. I'll be down. But um, <clears throat> I guess they switched it over to Unit 13 from the 40-mile country. Yeah. Which there is... It's more fun than human beings should be allowed to have <laughs> shooting wolves out of a Super Cub with a 12-gauge. It's dangerous, dangerous as shit. But um, those guys are some of those guys are really, really good. good at it. Hmm. Well, Skip knew a guy that ended up dying in a plane wreck. Doing that, Unreal, not doing that, but the guy could shoot, would shoot him, but him fly the plane and shoot the wolves. Just stick between his knees. Yeah, that sounds shady. Yeah, when you got you got to manage your airplane going what. 100 miles an hour, 80, 70, 50. Well, shit, if you're shooting them, you're probably going way slower slow, than that. Yeah, slow right down. You know, like top speed probably is 80, 100, really. Yeah, that's true. So probably cranking her down to 20 or 30, I would think. Yeah. I'd, you'd, I'd want to. Depends I'd on what your stall, just depends easier. on the wind and what your stall speed is and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to talk like a pilot and I'm not a pilot, so. <laughs> you I got mean, the headset I, I, on. I, just I got say. the headset on, so. <laughs> I kind of feel like a pilot right now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if we maybe if we had like Adam Grinda or something on here, he'd he'd, he'd be able to sure. set us straight. I'm not going to be able to help with any. The wolves haven't been. It's like three and a half weeks now. Well, that's nothing since. Well, I, know, <laughs> I realize that, but well, they were on a little like week and a half schedule, and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I got them licked now, and obviously. It's been wicked, there, buddy. It's a wicked pain in my ass, but been there. The whole thing just changed up. Like it went from consistently a week and a half, and I finally was like, "Okay, now I got it." So that like doesn't matter where they go, I'm set up, and then they just up and fucking vanished. Which means they're probably gonna come back any day now. I know. That's so like today. I was yeah. like, I'm pulling these goddamn traps. I'm sick of this shit. I was like, oh, if I pull these things, 
The day after I pull them, they'll come through here. Yeah, just wait. Give it time. You just wait. You just wait till either they're you know warms up and rains or there's. Oh, and I walk right well, on them no, and they're frozen I guar- solid. Guaranteed yeah. that that's when it's going to yeah. happen. Well, that's what I figured. I was like, if I pull them, they'll come right through here. No problem. Within 12 hours, they'll be yeah. right through right where I pulled Which, all my traps. You seen out that of. picture that one J, that one JR oh, caught? I showed right? that to I showed that, that to Nick cool. yesterday. That is an awesome wolf. I need, He's pretty. Yeah, I need to have JR back on. He caught one that was He's pretty. Freaking cool. I've never seen a wolf like that. I mean, like Pretty or ugly, depending on yeah, who you're talking to. Yeah. I think it's it beautiful. A, I mean, it's a male it's pup that almost was like looks black. like a German Shepherd. Yeah. Like, well, that color. Yeah. <clears throat> Tan legs. Caught him in a lynx set. Black. He's been doing pretty good on wolves this year. So he's got seven or awesome, eight of them. Some of the videos that he put on Temple sent me the link and was like, "Check these out. These JR's videos. He's putting them on YouTube, and it's awesome." Yeah. Yeah. Like really neat. <laughs> if he yeah. listens to this, put more on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he does or not, man. Like JR's cool dude though. I was I'll glad have to, to meet meet him one of these days for sure. Yeah, buy some traps, fuel your wolf disease as Bill calls it. I right, knew well, that's just so it. God, these guys get the wolf disease, they'll pass up hundred fifty Martin for ten <laughs> wolves or whatever. Well that's just it. It's like I only got a certain amount of traps. I need like a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> I need to just surround or them. what was it? I don't even know it's if like we you talk- should have you could easily have twenty on that place. I don't know if oh, we, yeah. I don't know if we talked yeah. about a, in, you know twenty. No problem. I don't know yeah. if we talked about how you when you did the math of like the square the square <laughs> footage yeah. of your that your traps were covering and the That's a good point. The, yeah, uh, the it's horrible compared to, to the square footage of Alaska. <laughs> it's a depressing way to look at you have it all dry. I out. kept no. I <laughs> took the pictures when, when Carrie was. I got to take a leak real quick. When Carrie was, <clears throat> so this was. I got to count this back because there's so many zeros and numbers that it's. So it's one trillion. Eight hundred forty-nine billion, eight hundred fifty million, six hundred eleven thousand two hundred square feet is what Alaska is. Like, yeah, obviously, sure. give or take. And I have at that point when we did this was January eighth. I had twelve traps out. <laughs> I figured out the square footage of. I had twelve square feet of traps out. <laughs> is what it was. So that is, I had. Point zero 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 six four eight seven zero one percent percent of Alaska covered in traps, and it's like if you start looking at it like that, man, yeah, you got to look at it like, oh, I saw a moose today. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I have got like no percentage of anything covered with traps, oh, but yeah, it's rough. No, well, it's. It gets you keen on looking at different things like, you know, they don't use a lot of area. You know, they use specific areas. And a lot of that specific area, it has to do with, well, nobody's going to see me or there's good food here or there's, you know, good places to rest here or, you know, so there's so many. Well, hell, we saw a little sign today, but none of it was fresh. No, no. It was all. It was all within. Well, I almost, hell, uh, maybe always, the snow I almost always see a moose when I'm running my line. We didn't see any moose today. No. Um, but 
Yeah, my you know what and, I'm doing then, is like a drop in the bucket. It's tiny yeah. in comparison to what some, you know some guys like Jr. and um, or Jim Masick. Masick, you know those guys you know, are people just, knock. You know, oh, trapping. You know, people that are anti-trappers like it's you, difficult. You want to talk about the amount of information you can learn, like any of these fucking yahoos. <laughs> You know, we'll save the wolves top. How much do you really know about wolves compared to how much, like, a guy like Masick has learned about wolves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the dude's an assassin, you know, but, like, and you he's know, not how, really... how, how well do you understand that what goes on in that whole system compared to a guy like that who's put the effort and the time in to learning to learn Just about them? Just imagine if nobody yeah. was trapping them <clears throat> and how how... How bad the moose population would be if nobody was trapping them? Well, it'd be you know it, it'd just be like a gigantic <laughs> lynx rabbit cycle. Exactly. You know? I was just I mean, gonna say the same thing. I was just like it'd just be like peaks and valleys like so fast, like huge rises in populations and drops in populations without anybody trapping. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. But I think a, you know it takes a lot to get a moose to. An age where it's not susceptible, and hell, they're even oh. killing big ones too. So, what? You know, well, and I one be- of the one of the days that I was running my line there, I found a place which all last year I never saw it at all. But oh man, it was like six wolves had a moose out in the open, and they were you could see where they were just like circling them and oh, chasing around. The moose was running all over the place. I followed it for I don't know two hundred and fifty, three hundred yards, and the moose had probably gone 10 miles in the 250 yards that I had just running like all over the place. And the entire time that it's running, there's like, you can see where the, in the snow where all the wolves are just like in front of it, behind it on either side of it, just like totally chasing the thing all around. And then all of a sudden the wolves jump onto a line and they all just march off. Didn't get the moose. Did not get the moose. And the oh. moose finally stops running. And this is all just, I'm not seeing this. I'm this looking tracks, at the tracks yeah. and like, man, I couldn't believe this. Because I was there that day, nothing. The night went through. I go back the next day and this has all happened overnight. And all of a sudden, all the wolves just jump right back onto a trail. And they all get single file in line and they go marching off. And they never, there it's was like no what? blood in the snow, no nothing. But they were all around it just totally harassing a moose it's like what tells them all right you know we're done with this or we're going to commit to this we've already expended too much energy kind of thing to make this worth like any more like tracy he saw one up at his mine um a pair of wolves hamstrung a cow moose they they hamstrung her you know bit her hamstrings Mm -hmm. basically you know kind of cripples her up so she can't run and they waited and howled for two days before the rest of the pack got there and killed her. Unreal. That's nuts. It's like, it's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I, I maybe I've maybe I've told the story before, but that, um, it was like it was a black one I caught a few years, well, years ago now, but uh, I was running up my line, had a big old gang set. It was the first, it was the first wolf I ever caught. What was that, like seven, eight, nine? Oh, long time ago. Riding up my trail, and I had this kind of gang set built around where these wolves had come through. I had two blind sets in the trail, 
like that I'm riding my snow machine over to, I had a number nine Manning Alaska, Alaska number nine and a number nine, one of those Bridger number nines. Mm-hmm. You seen those? I've those seen them. And it had like the rubber jaw. Anyway, had two of those in the trail. All my, all my sets were based on hanging a wolf up in one of those sets and they kind of scatter like that one Which, recently that if I he could hit have, that set and if they scatter. I could have had, that was just an area that I couldn't have put snares up, but if I could have, yeah, I can see where that kind of thing and would I could, work. And awesome. I couldn't, and I couldn't use snares either. So I had punched trails, just walked trails, mm-hmm. or kind of around in a pattern that you know, if I hang one up here, they're going to scatter and get caught in these other blind sets. Well, I go riding up there, and there's sure enough, wolves jump on the trail where they're supposed to, riding them, and I'm about to shit my pants because I'm like going to have one up here. Get up there, and there's a red fox in the tr- in. And the rubber jaw, well, the first trap was at Alaska number nine. It had a track like right next oh, to the shit. pan. Not in it though. Like nothing. It didn't even go off. Go around yeah. the corner and there's a red fox in that other one up to his shoulder because it's a big trap. And uh, he's still alive. I'm like, fuck, they didn't, it scared him. It spooked him. You know, they seen that red fox and left. Well, I go up to that fox to dispatch him, you know, and I'm like, Something's weird about this. I'm like, it's packed down with wolf tracks around him. So I thump him and and dispatch him. I'm like, holy shit, this thing ain't got no front legs left. Shoot him off. Wolf they shoot him off, huh? Shoot his front leg, his front, you know, because that trap with the rubber jaw trap had him at like the, at the shoulder almost. And hmm. his leg below the jaws was gone. And his other front leg was gone at the elbow. And of course, you know this is all like I. And he's still alive, so that means that it was he was like still alive recent when it happened. Yeah, you know, so I saw him, and then Grant, I looked up the trail, and I seen I had a black wolf hung up like another twenty yards up the trail. <clears throat> like, all right, take care of him. I'm like, well, what? Like, what happened? And uh, when I got back and scunned that fox, there was one like you could see. It didn't even break the skin, but you could see bruises, like tooth mark, like a bite mark on his neck. Where one of them freaking wolves grabbed him by the neck, the other ones chewed his freaking front legs off and ate him. They weren't there. Wow. And left him alive. Crazy. Hmm. I mean, I've, I know guys that have that have caught like single males from a different pack in another pack's area and had them like chewed wolves up and like thing? had their their balls chewed up and stuff like that. Wolf mm. on wolf type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Kind of right near like territorial boundary lines. Sure. You know, a single male that's out on his own gets hung up, and then a pack comes through and chews up his nads and let it lets him. Oh, nad eater! <laughs> I mean, it's just it's weird. I know Trevor was talking about how it's like collared packs and how there's like you look at maps and the lines like go right up to each other. Yeah, and apart. Well, this guy that's in the area where I'm at, he was like, oh, yeah, there's this pack, and there's this one, and they're like, don't ever screw with each other. He showed me pictures. He's like, doesn't trap, doesn't do shit. Yeah. He's got pictures of all these wolves, and he's like, oh, yeah, these are there's like three or four of them that run together, and then there's this 12 that run together. And he's like, they don't seem to mind that they're in the same area hmm. at all. And I was like, man, that seems like odd. That seems like totally different than... Everything that I've ever been told, 
that they've got perfect areas that they don't intrude on each other's area yeah. kind of thing. Or if they do, they get killed kind of thing. Well, I think it I think it varies, you know, like right now we're starting to get into like their breeding season, mm-hmm. like March. Yeah. March madness is what they'll call it. But they're, they'll start pushing boundaries, especially lone males, you know. Mm-hmm. Because those those adult males get kicked out of packs or whatever, right? Um, they'll start running. You'll just start seeing them show up in weird places. But uh, that's weird. I know sometimes. I mean, was it in that Wolf Trappers manual that they were talking about? I remember one of those guys was saying that he had, he had packs one that was almost all grays and one that had a bunch of blacks in it. And any time he'd hang up one of them on kind of the, the territorial boundary with if the other pack came through, they'd, they'd chew them all up. You know, they're yeah. basically worthless. Of course, I don't know. I mean, even Tracy like had, had, has had several wolves of their own pack. If he, if he you know, would hang up the alpha male or whatever, then chew them up. the other ones would just, there'd be nothing but fur left. Yeah, stuff. I mean, I assume they're just like any any other animals. They're not, you know, this pack's different than that pack's different than that one. Yeah, and, you know, tolerable, not tolerable. So I don't know. I just want to catch one of them freaking things. <laughs> They'll come back. Through. Yeah. I so know, this is I yeah. Know, I know. All through. that you're like, oh, just calm down. <laughs> yeah. Like, God damn it! I'm kicking trees. Like, <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. Frank Frank nailed one within like 48 hours of setting his first trap ever. So now he's hooked for life. Oh, well, it's less than 24 hours, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, another reason I can hate you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So I gotta. Now it's like now that the draws come out, it's Make official plan. official planning time. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I was like going to say that we were talking about it earlier, and I, and I meant to say something. I was like, now everything can totally be official for everyone. Exactly what's happening? Because yeah. I know we had been nice. yeah. going back and forth about what we were going to do, and it's kind of like you can't really nail anything down until. 15th yeah, of as much as anything, that's that's what it's for. You know, you make your plans and you have yep. your tentative plans, and draws are kind of like a bonus. You just have to treat it like that. Mm-hmm. No, you're you know, right. I, yeah, I don't I mean, understand people getting all bent out of shape. There are people that that think they can't even hunt if they don't draw. Oh a tag. yeah, it's totally. like, oh, I'm going to go hunt yeah. the same four, five, six species that I do every year. Yeah, whether if I drew or not, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, so <laughs> I think you know? we talked about that when you were out <laughs> when you went outside the first time. Yeah. It was like, so once the draw's done, that's exactly it. Is it doesn't mean that you can't hunt. It means that it's you're just going to hunt in a different spot yeah, than like, you were thinking you might. It's not the what, it's the where. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm conflicted because maybe, maybe it's a good thing that so many people like think they have to draw a sheep tag before they can go sheep hunting. There are people <laughs> that have a think chance you to have to draw. Yeah, they're like, oh, I didn't draw a tag. Like, well. Okay, aside from the, you know, maybe the, the biggest rams every year that are taken out of toke or maybe even delta. or There's giant rams tags. every year come out of general. Herbs. It's what I'm saying. The, the biggest yeah. the biggest of, of every species typically off of uh, just a general tag. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. And you don't... <laughs> the draw tags give you an opportunity to hunt easier accessible places where there's um, with not as much prep yeah pressure. limited pressure. some yeah sometime you know 
I aside from I say thirteen say, caribou or something like that. Yeah, but I mean that rest, whole th- unit yeah, thirteen a caribou joke. was a mess last yeah. year because well is. the year I drew it, you know, it was like seventy five percent chance of drawing, and I ended up shooting mine in the forty mile anyway right, right. on like on the edge of the road. Yeah, but, but uh, <clears throat> for the sheep, it just it gives you a, a spot that you can access, you know, maybe with your vehicle or maybe a short flight, and and you're going to be hunting not with a lot of people and. I definitely see the allure, and a lot of them have great rams, but, hell, you can go hunt sheep without a draw tag. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, holy shit, like, applying our general area, <clears throat> I don't know, it sounds stupid to say maybe tactics or resolve to Just the, the draw area, like, you know, on your and I, when you and I went in your Delta hunt. Mm-hmm. You did the same thing that you would have done in yeah, a general in, tag. In the area. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, I think, I don't know, I just think a lot, I think a lot far, of people expect, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we, it was, you, you know? know, like I said, resulted in like one of the two hardest pack outs of my entire life. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I just remembered another story, but my buddy <laughs> Alan, his little brother drew that that tag years ago and i remember him telling the story but anyway <laughs> um but i don't know i mean i think a lot of people do think you know you draw that tag oh it's going to be easy there's rams everywhere Still gotta go in. Yeah, and, exactly. and compared to yeah it ain't gonna be easy you yeah. know there are a few you hear a few stories now and then and oh I, walked a mile up the drainage year. and there's a ram in range last yeah. year when i was sealing my ram Dude, shit. dude pulled his pulled his <laughs> ram out and because there's a bunch of people and I came out and he was sitting there and I was like, hey man, nice ram, you know. Start talking. He's like, oh yeah, I drew Delta. I freaking packed for 15 days. <laughs> pulled over my truck, started walking, walked a mile away from my truck. Oh look at that, there's a ram. Pulled the spotting scope out. Oh look at that, it's legal. Shot it. He was like, I didn't eat one mountain house. I didn't freaking <laughs> sleep on the ground. I shot the ram. Skinned it out, butchered it, put it in my pack, went back to my truck, slept in my own bed. Yeah. Mile <laughs> away from this truck, you know? It's like, shit happens. It happens, but you can't count on that, you nope. know? I I'm think that's kind, where I'm kind of, of counting on Gary getting to happen <laughs> like that. <laughs> that would be great. He did that with the early tag. Walk in, yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, shit, there's probably rams closer, closer to Well, I mean, one, what, a few years ago... We're down there, like, doing some video stuff just right before the season, like, August 5th or so, and uh, seen a legal ram within, I mean, a mile from the road, less than that. Like, I could see him from the road. (laughs) I mean, 100% legal ram right there, you know, like, a two hour, two, two and a half hours if you're getting after it to get up there and get him killed. If everything works out, you know, like but it but that's the thing is it you, you <clears throat> yeah, like oh, a lot that goes into temple, it. like I think a temple. <laughs> I guess I'm comfort. You know, my jealousy is com is is like offset by the fact that that temple has no idea what he's getting into. <laughs> he's that's the first time he put in for it too. Yeah, bastard. Number one time. <laughs> Well, whatever. When we were walking out, that guy, I was like, oh, yeah, have you been putting in for a while? I was like, yeah, I put in for 13 freaking years for this tag. And he's like, well, I just put in once. 
<laughs> uh, a lot, of, you know. That's it. It's, no, that's the way it goes he, sometimes. He, he wants to shoot punt this year, and he 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 drew a, an opportunity to to do it. You know, probably. Um, and have a lot more fun than he probably would, oh, you know, or yeah. for sure would, on a general hunt. So I pretty much, I oh pretty yeah, much oh yeah, you'll get him hooked. It, it, yeah, for sure. He's either gonna love it or he's gonna hate it. So That's what it comes you down to. You there's either, no middle uh, ground on sheep no, hunting. No, there's not. You're either going sheep hunting. You told me the same thing when I started. <laughs> you were like, gonna... you're either going on this sheep hunt and this sheep hunt only, <laughs> or you're gonna be sheep hunting for the rest of your life. Yeah. And that is so yeah. friggin' it true. Is. Like. Yeah. You, there's no other way to explain it. It's like you're either hooked, hooked. forever or it's over. Yep. yep. <clears throat> and, I mean, I think about, like, because I killed that ram on my first sheep hunt. Like, Man, that's a nice ram. How would it have been different if I didn't get him? Yeah, yeah, I heard you, you say know? that. And I, and I, I was when I was listening and you said that, I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because if you go out, you bust your ass, and, and you come up short – you either love that experience, mm-hmm. yeah. or or all you're going to think about is, oh shit, I didn't get a sheep, yeah. didn't see a sheep, didn't whatever, and then what? Then then you might not want to go again. But we got to get Seth and Brian in here because we do. Seth uh, ha- what, ha- or went, we can't use their names, right? We, yeah. Well, um, when I say Seth, I really mean Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but we need because that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. He like was dealt. I, what I didn't realize the first like bunch of times he went, he went with a bow. Was just wanted to shoot one with a bow, yeah. and then finally switched over and started going with a rifle. And he went like six times before he got a ram, but he kept at it. He loves sheep hunting, like straight no, up more than six. It was, absolutely, it was like. Well, but at any rate, let yeah. him tell the story at some yeah. point in time. I don't know exactly the n- numbers, but. He had health issues on a couple of different sheep hunts too, like one like kidney stones or some shit like that, where he like crawled like nine miles yeah. back to an airstrip to get flown out to go to the hospital. Yeah, you kind can't of thing. predict that. You can't no, exactly. You can't do nothing. But he kept after it. He just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept yep. doing it. And he's like, "I love sheep hunting. I absolutely love sheep hunting." Yeah. And there it is, right there. You say, "What happens if I didn't get that ram?" I guarantee you would have kept going. Yeah. If you hadn't got that ram, guaranteed. Well, I like to think so. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, and he just kept after it, kept after it. He shot a forty-inch ram, his first ram last year. Finally, nice. Yeah, that's the cool thing about sheep hunting is that there's no middle ground. It's either the most miserable time that you've ever had, which it usually is. Yeah, and it's fun, mm-hmm. or <laughs> you know, or or you absolutely hate it and you never want to do it again, and you give up early. A lot of you know, a lot of the people that probably don't that go again, they gave up the on day huge, two or three. Yeah. It, I mean, I or two miles in, and like, oh, we're gonna stay here for the ten days that we've allotted ourselves at two miles, yeah, and, and I, I know people and having have done experienced that. so many of those things, like say, you know, your Delta hunt, way we went in, it was went on the seventh, the eighth. I remember where we camped. Yeah, the ninth we camped. Tenth snowed in. Not even too far from where basin. we camped. The eighth. Yeah, we went. Yeah. And I think we'd seen one ram that we didn't get a real good look at. Well, we saw on the way up on the... Well, we saw... the 7th yeah, yeah, and the 8th, yeah, we yeah. saw like a half curl yeah. or something like that. And then we saw like 20 or 25 ewes and lambs were sitting there looking, looking, looking and all right evening. And I stand up to take a piss and I poke around the rock and there's literally... <laughs> between us and the tent, there's like 30 ewes and lambs like all just hanging out eating right behind us. But, you know, so <clears throat> where we camped on the 9th, 
and the 10th we got snowed in that's like it was like you know a couple hard days to get there to get there Mm -hmm. of course and you think about that all right so what did it actually and i you know going into that i was like oh we're gonna knock one down on the 10th be back Mm -hmm. whatever it took us like we were out there like nine or ten days yeah the whole you know took before we got back done yeah you know it was the 10th 11th 12th 13th i think we killed him yeah you know, which that you, you say, days. oh, that's only three days. No, it's not. That's yeah. a lot of fucking work. Yeah, and that's just that's just where when he died. Then, yeah, then you got yeah. a day or and two or three coming out. It's two. Yeah, you know, far, so whole, so I think plus, you know. Yeah. I don't know the ma- the vast amount of the vast majority of people. I think you put two hard days getting like up into that drainage. Yeah, they've reached their their instead of and maybe it's yeah. just like the the stupid <clears throat> switch that you got to turn off. That's like, all right, we're just going to go as yeah, far as we keep, have to go. That's what it is. That's what it is. And deal, exactly. and, have to have that. And yeah. deal with it when <laughs> yeah. it comes. Yeah. Because holy shit, when we killed that thing, we were like a 27-mile walk from the road. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, well, yeah. how easy would it have been? And we, you know, we it's not like we didn't put any effort into getting to where we were. Mm-mm. Like, oh, well, there's no rams here. Yeah, but it's like, and instead of being like, well, there's no ramps here, let's, well, let's go back go this farther. way, and then we'll go somewhere else. We're we like, have to. my mindset has always been like, just you just going. keep going just until there's ramps. If you don't you have don't, to be back for work or whatever, and you have all the time to yeah. do it, you might as well just, just keep walking. And I mean, if yeah. you don't have an obligation to, to mm-hmm. fulfill, yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah. And I think there are some people that, can't break through that little mental barrier of oh, it's like, hard. this fucking It's not sucks. easy. Yeah, I know. This last mm-hmm. year, John and I spent damn near 75% of our hunt in a tent, waiting for it to quit raining, waiting for it to quit snowing, waiting for the fog. It sucks. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> I was getting the text like every day. is like, yeah. oh man, like when are you going to get this freaking thing killed? It sucks. Yeah, you, you just or like, up with it. Or in 15, that ram, my 10th ram... That was days of freaking days of for watching them to get in the, the right same spot. sheep. Just please come yep. back over here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, it's like so many times we thought they were all right. They're right here, and then we're freaking pinned. It, and then move, well, they decided to walk the other way. Yeah. yeah, and then finally they were like, at one point in time, it was just like we're done, we're good. Finally, finally, after all these days, and this huge herd of caribou comes through yeah, the saddle, them. and freaking we're like lurking down where we're gonna get in shooting distance, and like everything's gonna be perfect. And this huge herd of caribou comes through, and the next thing you know, the sheep are like running clear across this valley across the other side of another whole mountain and it's like are you shitting me like all this time and everything was perfect and another animal screwed it up yeah. not even us they didn't like, even we know didn't, what they were running no, from they had no idea they just see like something some other animal and they're like oh shit, I saw a caribou moving think yeah, yeah. Wolves or something. <clears throat> sure. yeah well and then those sheep all bedded down in a spot that we would be able to get to, except the caribou all decided that like 150 caribou decided to bed down right in the only place we could go and be out of sight. So if you just spooked them again, the rams would have probably spooked them. Oh, further. Oh, they would have yeah. gone further. Yeah. We just had to freaking we sit there all day. Turn, yeah, we sat there all day and we turned around. Like we were moving everything and we ended up turning around and going right back to where we were. Yeah. <clears throat> See, that's where I... In recent years, have uh, I 
I think back to my early sheep hunt days. It's like, all right, there's a ram. All right, well, let's here's a plan. Kill. Let's go. Fu- let's go kill him. Yeah, he's dead. And mm. recent years, it's like uh, I've become you know whether it's more patient or like second guessing different options. <laughs> I remember that last morning because it was after several days. Of this like one day the caribou spooked him over. The next day, like all right, we're they came over to our side of this. We're gonna move down on. Then they just randomly walked back over the other way. We got pinned yeah. down. Lot, and then all right, they're there. Our all right, backpacks and we you couldn't know, find our backpacks. Yeah, we that, couldn't find our backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> then there's this. You know, they ended up. There was a big storm. We were in the tent in the afternoon and evening. It broke. Like finally quit. Got out. All right, they're like on our side of this big basin, Huge. way down. All right, get up in the morning, find them again right there or there. And I'm like, all right, let's see what they do. And Frank's like, no, nah, we're, let's go kill him. Let's go. We're done. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm sick of this shit watching these things. I was like, either they're going to go over there or they're going to stay right there. I was like, let's go. And you're like, okay. And Good. we went let's down there and killed him. It was just like just that. Simple as that. Yeah. And you can, you can play it. And you were, you were right on the fence. You were just like, oh, yeah, hemming and hawing. And I was like, Fuck this. I was like, <laughs> right down there, shoot that thing. Let's go. Well, and, and it worked out perfect because we're I'm going down. I'm glad it did because you'd when, never trust anything I ever say again <laughs> had it not yeah. worked out. We were going down there, and they're working up towards us, coming up, like, working their way uphill. Yeah. Because they had bedded down kind of on the edge where that whole basin just dropped off into nothing. Mm-hmm. And working up, and I'm like, it's... We was working down the hill, starts raining. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. And I'm like getting the spot scope. I'm like, all right, that's which one. He... And it's tricky because, you know, when Frank on the camera, and I'm like, all right, spot and scope. So you got to pick out which ram is five rams, which one he is, and keep track of him to switch over to the rifle and shoot sure, him. Sure, sure, Way easier, no camera, when I can just be like, yeah. that, one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm going, don't shoot. God damn it. I got to get the camera ready. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what, cause what we got that big, that was that big rock. We Huge got between rock. us and them yeah. and walked straight down, got straight down to that rock and pop over the edge and they're 300 yards away. And it was a couple cycles of, uh, like I've got the spot and scope on the tripod. And I'm just holding it like all like legs together. Oh, there he is. Uh, switch over to the rifle. No, I got to look again. But he broke off from that, you know, he was the lead ram of that group, but he broke off to the right and came coming back towards us because they were all, like, going to go around the hill out of sight below us. Okay. And I'm thinking, shit, we're going to have to get up and move again. This is, like, this is not going well. But he he busted off by himself back to the right, and, uh, I mean, that was it. Basically, pop up over the rock, throw around in the chamber, and he saw us right before I shot Frank. Mm-hmm. I was barely, barely, got, barely got on camera. Yeah, I was but, fumbling with the camera, trying to get it out and everything, get everything set up, and he did. He saw, like, looked up and saw us, and you were just like, I'm shooting. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. oh I'm trying, I'm trying. No, I don't even the, think I said it. I said, I'm shooting, get ready. And But the way you guys approached it is perfect. Like, you, you took your time, you didn't spook him. And, You're right. and and then have to refine them and everything like that, you know. Oh, like, we'd already done that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wish I would have done. Um, I wish I'd have had a little bit more experience when I went on my first sheep hunt because yeah. we spooked a beautiful ram, probably thirty eight, thirty nine, you know, nine or ten, and you know he, he we got flown in and we were going to hike out all in like a day and a half, and it was a 
you know, 22, 24 mile hike out. So flown in next morning, wake up, find a Ram, like mm-hmm. godsend Ram right off the bat. No and doubt. and he's, he's, he's down, down the site, you know, down the Valley and then up on the other side and he's with a young Ram and me and my buddy, I, you know, we, neither one of us had ever sheep hunted before. And we're like, oh, well, okay, he's, you know, he's like 900 yards away. We'll just go straight down this side oh, and no. pop up and, and, you know, we'll be able to shoot him. God dang, we got down maybe not even halfway and he yeah. and the other one fucking took off, went up over the mountain. There was no way to ever find him again and still get out because right. it was not on the way out. So it's just like after that particular instance, it's like, I'm not spooking a sheep ever again. No, you got that's it teaches you like good lessons. Find one, make sure you keep tabs on them, and do all you can to not spook them. Yeah. And if you can do those, you know, two or three things, mm-hmm. you, you're you're gonna come out on top. Yeah. And we just bonehead move. I would never do that ever again. Right. <laughs> but circle around. Big, yeah, I should have just should have made a big loop loop around them, and it would have been get on just top fine. of them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it would have been just fine. But no, he was just on the other side, and we mm-hmm. thought we could go straight down the the side we were on, and they wouldn't see us. Yeah, right. They saw it. Like I said, they saw yeah. us then immediately. Yeah, you ex- yeah. you expose yourself anywhere yep. within a mile over. Of them. Yeah. But it was a good lesson to learn, and I'm glad I learned it on the very first stock of a sheep and on the very first yeah. hunt. Because I haven't done it since, and I won't ever do it again. Yeah, I'm not spooking a sheep. If, yeah. if you find a legal ram, you don't don't spook, spook them. them. Yeah, it was a long no, walk for, out. Yeah. for sure. It's, well, in that in <laughs> that long walk in that tenth yeah. ram, you know, of course after there was the evening, I think, because it was kind of stormy, and then it cleared up the evening. I killed him. What was it? Twenty-seven rams we saw. Like, I don't know where they were coming from, the trees, <laughs> filtering, like, they're all out on top of all these peaks mm-hmm. around us. And I think one of them, I think that one was the one you killed next year. Yeah. If I had to just guess. But it, it, yeah. Because I, I didn't, I intentionally didn't look at them because I didn't want to look at them. Oh, well, because yeah. you already got one in your pack. But in like, hunts prior to that, I mean, have you, have, have you ever spooked a, a sheep that... You know, from doing something stupid like exposing yourself, like to learn that, or did someone tell you not to ever do it? Uh, I mean, kind. I don't know. I guess like I'd always read the old Tony Russ books. I've read all of them too, but a little bit. I can't think. I guess I didn't. I can't think of any that I spooked in particular. And maybe it's just my own case. I was pretty lucky. Like every ram until two thousand. 12 that ram i missed him five times Before, yeah. until i missed him i'd never spooked a ram i never botched a stock really i just had gone up and killed him yeah which was i was very aggressive it's like all right well they're there so well, and, and there's got to be a way to go up and kill them that's the part of of like the way i like to hunt i am aggressive and i think that that's what bit me in the ass on the first one so yeah. now i don't uh, that's not my yeah. philosophy well, it was sheep anymore uh, well and you were bow hunting at that time right <laughs> i had my bow yeah. and my buddy had his his rifle so yeah so i mean and that's i don't know i think i've quote unquote grown over the years right like i just that like that sheep was a, and he's kind of a pygmy ram I, we were looking at a different at a different yeah, you're he's right. He's kind of a pygmy. Like I thought he was for I thought he'd go forty the first time I saw him. He was no, forty seven Rams. But he's probably only got what twelve and a half inch base. Yeah, he's maybe? not big. Yeah. Um 
he's he's a pretty sheep. Very pretty. But he was with 47 rams. To this day, it's the biggest group of rams I've ever seen in my entire life, and he was the most impressive-looking one of all. When I met you in 2013, you were telling me about, you know, you'd seen a group of damn near 50 rams. I'm like, 50 rams? (laughs) It's just like a sea, you know, and they they were all kind of busted up and scattered across this basin and ended up consolidating when we just... they were all right there. Pushed it too hard and spooked them, yeah. They were all right there, and I did end up killing him. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's a long way of getting at. I don't recall. There wasn't any one that I spooked. I mean, one hard lesson one was that Houdini ram that sure. that was, you know, he was probably 41 or 42 when I had him in my crosshairs at 400 yards and told Steve to get him to stand up. And when he and stood, he up, he stood up, he didn't stop running until he went over the top of the mountain. Yeah. You know, just a standard thing where any normal sheep is going to stand there and stop for at least a couple seconds. Right. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I could have, I could, I could have just waited there for an hour for him to move his head so I could just shoot him in the ribs laying down. Yeah. Without hit, chance of hitting his horn, but uh, I don't mind. Or or horn. or <laughs> yeah. I could some could have. Or, I mean, I guess while we're playing wishy-washy the next year when he was 43. Sure. We could have, because I was going to kill him when I killed that one that's in the house. That was one of the two other rams that was with him. I didn't even look at them through the spot scope from like two miles away. I just saw him and like, because Steve had had him at like 700 yards all day across the river and he couldn't get across the river. It was too high. So, you know. Yeah. And then we, you know, when they were going after these other, the, the two rams that they ended up getting, saw him and two other rams like two miles up the drainage. And I just, all right, see you guys later. I'm going. <laughs> and took off. And by the time I got into shooting position and they had bedded down, it was only the two little ones. He went, he had turned around and gone the other way, apparently. Fuck. But uh, I don't know. That's a long way of saying No, it's just important to anybody listening, just don't spook them. <laughs> Because well, there's no point. You, know, it, you spend so much effort mm-hmm. to find that legal ram, and they it's can cross country so fast, like nothing. Like, but the thing the that I was just gonna say to interject here on this, you know, not to say spook a sheep, yeah. but a couple of years ago, you're like, whatever, you want to shoot that ram? Let's go. I got the camera. Let's go and do it. Couple, of- and I was like. Oh, was it the one we got like way nine, too close n- to him? Nine year way too close to him. And I was like, All right, f- follow me, let's go. And I went busting down and they were like moving along. They're moving down and across this hill and we're above them. And I was like, Well, I'm just gonna go right down here, kinda like try to judge like how they're moving and like to get in front of them but stay above them. Sure. And well they obviously I we never saw it until after the fact, but they'd stopped and they were, you know, and they had bedded down. And the younger ram was still up and moving, and we just got down so far that we were, I mean, right on top of them, but still couldn't see them. And the younger ram busted us. So just because you get busted doesn't always mean that it's, it's, over. That it's over. Sure. Yeah, that ram you came up to like twenty five yards. Cannot move. Like once they see you, like if only one of them sees you and it's the right one, you just 
cannot move at all. And I was in the most awkward friggin' position I've probably ever been in in my entire <laughs> I've life. I've got this all on video, too. <laughs> but he saw me, you know? I was just, like, eking along, and Tyler was far enough behind me that he couldn't see him. But I was popping over to, like, because I thought they were just, like, right over this little rise, and I was just going to be able to look, see him, okay, back off, set the rifle up, and, and shoot, shoot him. Yeah. And I looked over, and there's nothing. And I looked over to my right, and I was like, oh, fuck. There's a sheep right there, like 30 yards away. Sees me. Yeah, I know that feeling. It sucks. So, and he saw me immediately. And he starts looking, and he starts, you know, back, starts walking back, doing the whole back and oh, forth yeah. thing. But I held up, like, immediately just stopped moving. Right in mid-stride, you know. I was, like, down low. I was on my knees crawling. <clears throat> And I stopped on my knees and had my head was the only thing that was popped up, probably just like from my nose up, was all that the sheep could actually see. And I just sat there and he just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He'd come in to like 25 yards away and like look at me and lick his lips and like trying to smell me and stuff. And then he'd turn around and walk away and then he'd turn around and walk right back. And 50-something minutes, that I was long. there on my knees. Both my legs fell asleep. My ass was asleep, like fell asleep because I was in an awkward position. I knew. I was like, t- the whole time, Tyler's like, I'm rolling footage, man. What's going on? Because he couldn't even see the sheep. And I'm like, just don't move, man. Just please do not move. <laughs> Stay there and don't do anything. Oh, oh the entire time, I was just like, don't move. The sheep is right there, and a couple of times he was able to like get the camera up. I was like, okay, he's not looking at us, and he'd put the camera no, up and no, get you're a like, little, you're like, get a stop little moving. Footage, I'm like, I can't of, see him, man. Footage and stuff, <laughs> he can't see me. So fifty something minutes, and finally he decided that I was nothing, that it wasn't a big deal because you didn't we move. didn't move, yeah. just hold up, and it, you know it sucks, it hurts everything, but I had to move two feet to my left because. He finally decided we were nothing, went down, picked up the other four rams, and they all started side hilling, cruising across, and there's the one that I want to shoot. I literally like moved two feet to the left, pulled the bipod legs down, and shot the thing at 110 yards, I think it was. Yeah, it was close. And, and they were moving they away. Were, they had been They were close. literally like right in front of us, but you can't see them, you know, and it's like... You can get busted and still get away with doing what you want to do, but you have to be like very, you know, yeah. don't be f- afraid to let your legs and shit fall asleep. <laughs> be very uncomfortable for a little while. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, that ram that was because what he that group of rams had been kind of cut us off. Like there, there was no because we were gonna try to get to to some other rams. And they held us where up. they had yeah. bedded down there was no way we could get by him without him spooking and looking at him and was like well he's at least eight years old you want to shoot him frank <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> that ram so he ended up being nine he ended up being nine but that ram is the exact same length as the other one as your delta one no, it's no, the, 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 the other both one. the Rams came from the same place, but the oh, one that's like yeah. nice Ram that's like I mean that we about had horns, a fist fight like over curl <laughs> that and we a about quarter. ended our same, friendship his, over. his bottoms come up and they're like his his tips come up above his tops of his horns and they tip almost not quite oh. back down, but they're like 
put it this way, out. this was a ram Those, that like was like the test- other the other ram isn't even full <laughs> curl, and they both have within a quarter of an inch the exact same well, length. Put it this way, the other Horns. ram was one that like tested Frank and I's friendship. <laughs> oh, no, I know, I, mm-hmm. I'm sure it did. And yeah, I mean that was you know we obviously we knew he was a hundred percent legal. But you walked up to you know when we walked up, I was like, man, that freaking thing's way bigger than I thought he was. His body was so big too. Well, fucking, he's just deep, you know, deep, and there's just some of those genetics. Like it's it's basically that ram's genetics. Yeah, rather than the other, which that ram was killed like a couple of gene pools, like a quarter mile from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure, they're just like their tops. They come off their head, and they're just like. It's like flat top almost, yeah. rather than like coming up like this. They whereas cruise right back. Whereas the other ram you killed, same length, but he had the same, similar genetics to what my last my ram that I killed the Exa- next day. Yeah, and there was yeah, just drops down and just doesn't just tight. Go. Well, you know, super tight curl rather than like that wide that never hits that. You know, yeah, like they, his maybe his, they'll hit full curl at ten or eleven, but just barely hit it, kind of thing. Maybe, you know? yeah. If not, like just start going this way. Rather, we talked about this, yep, you know. Yep. Rather than going this way, they go this way. Sure, kind of thing. I mean, I couldn't believe <clears throat> I couldn't believe fishing game called that ram full curl. Yeah, no. Like I, not in a million years, I would think I would call that thing full curl, but yeah. It was definitely like a nice, mature ram. Sure. I don't remember what the bases are. Heavier bases than the one I killed. Huge bases on that ram. It's amazing. Yeah, it was was over 14-inch bases, I want to say, on that one. Yeah. Well, you ain't got no room to talk, Nick. The one you killed last year, I'm like, oh, my freaking toke sheep's not... Looking that big. <laughs> no, it, you sent me that picture. Bases, and I was just it's like, like "Oh cheap. my god, they're big." They're and he, big. you know, that's a ram. Like that's an example of a ram that a lot of people would think is not even legal. Yeah, and he's a freaking huge <clears throat> ram. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just look at him enough and watch him enough for enough days in a row. I mean, it's like, yeah, I saw he was full curl. Like, yeah, not much. Not by much. Yeah, yeah barely. But it is what it is, you know. And then. Yeah, rams with big bases and long, man, they're 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 special. Even if they're only eight years old. <laughs> well, yeah, like you know, and you can play. Yeah, I don't know. You can play that all. Well, I'll let them grow a couple more years. Well, most rams ain't gonna make it to ten yeah, or eleven. No thanks. They're just no, not exactly. gonna not gonna live that long. Yeah, I don't. I got no no time to hear shit like that. Like, imagine <laughs> that ram in a couple of years. It's like, yeah, I'll imagine kinda, as I, I can imagine it in my, my frying house. pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know, and I think well, I think it was the one this year that I killed. Brett said something about it. Oh, imagine him in another year or two, which he was just joking. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, well, he was eleven years old, so he'd probably be dead in another year. Most likely would be. You know, once once they once that, they hit eight years, seven eight years old, they're ram, living on borrowed time. That ram that I just showed you a picture of was eight. Yeah, early out here, that early cranger, just yeah. like pointing all, nearly back down at the ground again. Yeah, you know. Yeah, imagine him. At, imagine, imagine him, him at, at ten. <laughs> <laughs> He'd poke his own eyes out. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, or what? I think that was the one I missed five times. I think he's, let's see, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's seven. Imagine him at 12. Oh, he's he's way over full curl. Mm-hmm. Well, and then that other pygmy one that I got, that was the third sheep I ever killed. I think he was six. Way over full curl. Yeah. But, like, spindly. Yeah. Still, though, yeah, that one. That's... But unless ah, you know, cool. like, when, you, when you're looking at a sheep and you see the horn configuration that's burned into your mind to look for, it's mm-hmm. like... You're not going to get down to the brass taxes like, oh, is that, does he have, you know, 14-inch bases? Is, Man, is, well, he, and is stuff, he 38? You know, and stuff like, that's comparable, like having something to compare him to. Like, your first Ram, Frank, mm-hmm. I thought he was all the Ram him. that I got in the house that we had been looking at all and, the night before that huh, were like, Man, Which this, we killed the next day, or which two I'm like, days later. Which I'm like, man, that Ram's a horse. Like, I'm like, he's not full curl, but that, like, that Ram is a horse. He's twice the body size all the rams around him yeah. they're like over three-quarter curl like he, he's gonna be age legal there's something different about him yeah. different about him like he's a, a big ram and then so the next morning you know we were gonna do a midnight stock on him but it, they socked in Fogged we in, couldn't yeah. see him yeah so like all right well we're we'll sleep and if we can't find him in the morning we'll just continue our plan to go up this creek up over the divide like through uh-huh. and back this other way well, wake up in the morning, and I think we had all packed up, and we're getting ready we to go. We were already, we were about to leave, and I looked up, and I was like, well, there's sheep right there. Look at him, and I'm like, that's him. That's the same one. That's the same one. Yeah. So, like, all right, well, we can shoot across the canyon at him if we, you know, back up and get out of sight and creep up. So, we did. Well, we looked at him for two hours. Oh, easily, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's not full curl, but. Legal like ram. aged him hundred percent. I'm like, there's no way he's not he's not at least eight. Right. Eight or you know, eight. I figured him at nine. And uh what was like four hundred forty yards or something. He was it right was, across no, the was, canyon from us. Well it was just under four hundred yards. The shot. But the shot and for my first sheep, I was like, Jesus man. Well, that was I'm a long shot. Yeah. It's a long deer. shot. I'm used to shooting deer at like, you know, yeah. less than 50 yards and shooting stuff, you know, yeah. maximum 100 yards. I'm like, Jesus, that thing's small. My crosshairs are like covering the whole freaking animal. I was like, shot. wow. Leveled him. <laughs> yeah. No, we waited until he stood up and then. He was facing and he just stood there forever, forever, forever. And I was just like, well, didn't we I say actually, like put we it on his, under his chin? We were below him. And at that distance, I put the you said put it on his nose, and I put it right between his horns. He was facing straight at us. Okay. And I put the crosshairs right between his horns, and I drilled him right in the chest, and the bullet went straight up through his chest and broke his back. And wow. he just did a face plant and fell off like a sixty foot <laughs> yeah. sixty foot cliff piled up in a pile. And then it Man. took us like an hour and a half get to get there. over there to yeah. him. And then I walk up, I'm like, man, he's not as big as I thought he was. I mean, he was, it was age totally legal. a different ram than we thought he was, too. Yeah. And then <laughs> so we got him all cut up, packed him all the way back to that airstrip, and then it was the yeah. next day. We turned around one. It wasn't back airstrip. It was we we were had set a, a like kind of a spike a camp. We had set left a tent at this airstrip that we'd walked like 15 miles up to. Sure. 
and uh, we left Frank's tent there and brought my tent and uh, packed him back there, spent the night. That's when we got into the bees. <laughs> I think, we, I think I we've told stung. that story. Yeah. Friggin' wasps. But we went, then the next morning went back up there and then seen that ram bed found up the there. Same, I'm like, the original, oh, shit. The, the I'm one like, you oh, thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, oh, one. shit, ram. No Frank, shit. Yeah. There's that ram. Yeah. And right, in the same, and, right in the same place, too. Same place where you like, shot where you originally, think, where we originally I saw killed him. There's some kind of like mineral lick or something what that, was, that they were on. Because remember, he was up there. coming out of the rocks. He was up there. high. He was up there. They were up there right in the, it was a really hot year. Yeah. And it was after the big winter kill year. Sure. So I, I wasn't sure if it was winter kill or if it was just because it was like 80 to 90 degrees. And they were all up in the Castle Rock, hot. bugs and just stuff you don't normally have to deal with on a sheep hunt. But we see them up there, like, they're all just, like, licking the rocks. Huh, like, that's, where, yeah, you know, minerals. a seep's coming out. There's a so, little, there was, like, a crack in this seep, and they were just, like, rams would just come in, lick on it for a while, move off, come in, lick on it. Way up high, too, like... You know, when I think of like licks and stuff, they're like down lower and, you know. Yeah, well, we found, water, we found yeah. it. Remember that one we found when we were packing him back out of there that we we're, were walking down that creek drainage it and it's like, like an overhang and you could see like where those yeah. sheep for so many hundreds of years have been licking that the, that rock. Like yeah. you see lick marks in that rock. It was like smooth the rock out where they're like licking on it, getting whatever whatever mineral it is that they want. But no, it was really, yeah, a couple of different spots we found. But yeah, I mean, we saw that ram bedded up there. All right, here's a stock. Get out of sight. Go up there, kill him. Get up there, and he's not there. And I remember because the sun was behind us, and we kind of hopped over the crest of that little mini ridge kind of yeah. in the shade there. And just waited, and it's like, he's got to like be here. Depression. Because we could see above, like, if he had spooked or something, we would have seen him. And... Like, he wasn't probably 100 yards from us the whole time. And then he finally fed out. Yeah. And by the time, all right, that's him. Got the spot and scope on him. Verified that he was age legal. That was like, yeah, he shot 200. He was like 200 yards 200 or so. Something, 250, and I think. It was close enough that I filmed it with my phone. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sacked him. And he was like, as the crow flies, like 400 yards from where Frank's died. It was, I ranged it with the range yeah. finder, stood where his was laying and ranged right where mine had died, piled up where like I could look over and still see bones and shit laying there. And there's like ravens and stuff hanging out there. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. About 400 yards straight across. Bing, bing, done. <laughs> well, then I think the one that Jeremy killed, ended up killing the next day, was that one that was right bedded. Or was came out right above us when we were down in that canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was that one that was busted off on one side. Yep. And then the next day, I think Jeremy ended up killing him. We watched that one come down. Down, down. I don't know if it was the same one. Came all the way down into the creek bottom. Like yeah, from, yeah. Like, dropped 2,000 feet down, drink water in a creek bottom. Point right back And up. then... Right up the other, side, the other side and headed up and was like going on to a whole nother ridge system kind of thing. It was like, look at that, just a single sheep that I'm thirsty right now for water out of that creek kind of thing. And just like yeah. lose 2,000 feet, gain 2,000 feet. Well, just and, like nothing. You and know? what had <clears throat> kind of motivated me to 
take him up there and go, because that was his first sheep hunt. We'd been hunting up there for a few years and just pushing farther and farther in there every year. Mm-hmm. And the year before was that year, it was, there was so many rams in there still. It was before the big winter kill year. We'd gone up a totally different drainage as you're going up the river, that one, that first big drainage you got across. Yeah. We went up that drainage and over the top of the divide, basically. Yeah. yeah. But from the top of that divide, one of those saddles, I could look back up in that drainage and see. I just remember seeing two rams for like 30 seconds in the spot and scope that all I could see was horns. Mm. I was like, oh, so that had kind of haunted me. And I wanted to go hunt up that Get canyon up in there. and around. I mean, yeah. it's. Even, you know, even we never for, even made it. I mean, no, we didn't even make mile, it a mile up that drainage. Maybe a little under a mile up in there. That's huge. I mean, you get up in there and it opens way up and like bowls out in a couple of different. Well, bowls there's a, up some in glaciers there. up there, and yeah, yeah, it's uh. <laughs> but Dumb. hindsight, yeah. I mean, hindsight, I think we did. You know, we did pretty good because Steve went in there after we did. Like we, I we buried, food. We buried, I buried food. a bunch of food for him in a trash bag and like jet boil fuel and stuff. And they went and dug it. You know, I told them exactly where it was and they went and dug it up when they went in there. But they, I don't think Steve even killed one in there that year. Huh. Just didn't see it. It just is that winter kill it's year. year. It was a rough year. Huh. Okay, but, we're done. Yeah. All pretty close. Yep. I don't know. Do you got any stories to tell us, Frank? None. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. Not today. Not today. I got to go. Not today, Isis. All right. Well, uh, that's been good, guys, and uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, it's been a, been a year of Tundra Talk, and hopefully be hopefully we'll keep growing, going strong as long as, happy, the, al- as, long as the alcohol. Happy New Year. <laughs> as long as the alcohol holds out. As long so. as there's no prohibition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you have any uh, comments or questions, you can email podcast at tundratalkak.com. And uh, if you want to, if you can leave a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on, that would be awesome. Thanks.